What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, B-Mark, and I'm joined by my business partner, best friend, the midget next door who isn't anywhere close to me, Cole Lewis. <laughs> da Silva! Bro, I literally was like, we're definitely not next door right now. We are like a solid 10,000 miles away from each other. 100%. Yeah, but I feel like you're like next door to me in my heart. Yeah, I like that. You fucking cutie. Look at this guy. Eh? Shit talks and then hits with the love right away. I'm super excited, guys. I'm not going to lie. Fuck Canada right in the face right now. All right. Whenever I see Brian get on a Zoom call, and I'm sure everybody who's in a cold place right now can agree with me. If you can't see this because you're not in the program, because you only ever listen to our free content, because you're not willing to invest in yourself, Brian is currently sitting in front of a bunch of palm trees in nice weather where I am currently sitting in a snowstorm. I'm just telling you, should come to the Don't Dominican, bro. You should come to the Dominican. It's I would love to. That's a, that would be amazing. It's amazing out here. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. All right, guys. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is Pod Chats. And so we answer our clients' questions for us live. If you are our client, do us a favor. Short, sexy, straight to the point so that we can serve you. All right? Mm -hmm. so give us the fucking goodies. Let us fucking help you guys. Let's get into it. We're going to start with the first person up, which is Selena. What's up? Hello. I feel like VIP today. I love it. I love that for you. <laughs> okay. I've been struggling with inspiration. I was listening, listening to a podcast and the guy said the reason we feel like we're competing is because we're copying or trying to recreate instead of being our authentic selves. That really hit me because not that I'm like trying to copy, but I'm just like struggling with inspiration and like making content that I enjoy making and like I used to cook a lot. That was kind of like my main thing. And now I'm just like not doing that as much because it kind of stresses me out right now. How do you balance that out? Like, how do you, where do you guys get inspiration from? Get mm -hmm. get so first yeah. and foremost, when it comes down to your cooking content, like when you say it stresses you out, why does it stress you out? Because you have to actually put in a lot of fucking work to make the food itself or because you put in all this effort and then maybe you don't get the reward for it based off of the growth on social media. Yeah, I think that might be part of it. Like I, when cooking became like my job, it started to stress me out a little bit more. Like I used to really, really like look forward to cooking, even building the content too. And like, I don't even think it was necessarily like, I was never doing it to get that like praise for it or whatever, or get clients from it. Like it was more so just like, I love cooking. I want to show the world that I'm doing it. Mm. And I've lost that. And I've lost it before. I've lost it like a handful of times, but I've always brought it back. Oh my God, I'm just going to die. But now, like, I think this has been the longest time. I'm, like, living with my boyfriend now, and that might be, like, part of the reason, mm -hmm. not, like, by any means, but, like, having someone else in the house, maybe, like, my routine, the kitchen. I don't know. I don't want to make excuses. No, 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 no. Stop, like... stop, 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 stop. See, this, this is, like, you need to allow yourself to go through what's going on in your mind and your heart and your brain. Does this make sense? Like, you guys, you'll have individual thoughts. You'll have subconscious thoughts. You'll have a feeling internally. But then you're like, oh, I might like I, I don't want to bitch and I don't want to whine. I don't want to work through this, but you need to work through it in order to be able to figure out what's wrong. Right. So like it could very much be the fact that you're living with your boyfriend right now and you don't like how he sees the kitchen or he has said something to you while you were cooking and now it's stuck in the fucking back of your mind. Or you just got overwhelmed while being in the kitchen one of these times. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But like it, there's multiple things it could be. The first and foremost thing you need to do is understand that no matter what you do passion wise, and this is for all of you guys listening live or on the replay is you're going to eventually get stressed out and not want to do the you have the most passion for. That's just how it is. All right. I also disagree with what you heard on whoever's fucking podcast that was. All right. Being your authentic self, right. And growing, that's awesome. 
you're still going to reach a point where you want to compete with others. And that doesn't mean you're not being your authentic self anymore. That just means you are a competitive person. I am always my authentic self. I fucking hate losing though, Selena. Mm -hmm. And I don't like seeing other people doing better than me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? So I think we got to get back to your roots. Number one, understand that it's going to be stressful to cook. But at the same time, if you keep bringing your back over and over and over and over again, that is something internally telling you that you need to be doing it. All right. And okay. then just do it stressed. Allow yourself to get back in your fucking fluid motion a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it is just like taking the emotion out of it and just like getting it done. But it, yeah, I think finding that has been like the tough part and actually just going through with it. Cause then I just like find myself like scrolling and being like procrastinating. Yeah, procrastinating. And then also just like trying, like stop myself from doing this in the past of like, you get down this rabbit hole of like, oh, I'm just going to find like something that like inspires me. And it sounds so like frustrating because I'm like, yeah. I've done this before. Like, I know how to make the content that I like. Like, people have commented and like, I've got clients for my content. So it's like, why do I struggle so much with getting there again? I think, again, that's where you start to overthink what other individuals' opinions are and you stop thinking about what you like. And that's the weird balance, guys, of understanding that technically your social media isn't for you, right? It's for others, but you need to give them you and allow yourself to be you in order for you to fall in love with it. And that's why I said, just do it stressed. And I actually want all of you guys to write that in the chat box for me and write it down. Just do it stressed. There's multiple times where I'll go pick up a camera and I'll go to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. And then I'm like, fuck it. I always start overthinking it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do yeah. here. Or I'll get like uh, an opportunity to do another video for Motiversity. And I'm like in my fucking head, like, I don't know what to fucking say. But then when I just take a step back and I'm like, shut the fuck up and trust you. Because I start arguing with myself. And then Daniel will hear me and call me a fucking weirdo because he works here all the time. Like, it's because I just combat the internal dialogue. I've heard Brian do it multiple times too. It's just, it's going to happen. And you need to allow yourself to like, okay, yeah, sometimes I need to look online for some inspiration. But also sometimes you need to trust self, right? What do you like? What foods do you enjoy? What have you done in the past that has worked? And how can you double down on it in the future instead of just becoming stagnant? Deal? Right, yeah. I feel like too, like, it's almost like last night I asked my boyfriend, I was like, what do you think I should make a video on? And he like fired off like five ideas. I was like, I know this shit. Like, how did I not think of this? Because I'm so like deep inside my head that I just like can't even think of the basics anymore. So yeah, I just like talking to myself and like, like you said, like talking to that inner voice and just kind of like getting through it and pushing through and yeah, true. Also listen to him. Right? Yeah, 100%. Right. If it wasn't for Julia, you guys know that I would have never done a talking head video. Yeah. I probably would have eventually, but she was the one who fucking gave me the push to do my first one. And they started exploding instantly because I felt completely blocked mentally. And she just said, speak. So I was like, okay. And I just spoke and bam, right? He just gave you that fucking push. Do these. Okay. Go do it. Okay. Deal? Yeah, I love it. I like it. There we go. Thanks. Bam. I love the advice to do it stressed. Mr. D, what's up, King? What's good? What's good? How you guys doing today? You know, bro. bro. That's what I'm fucking talking about. But I don't really have a question. I just told myself that, you know, until I get back to where I want to be, I'm going to show up every day and be the first one with my hand up. So I just want to come on and say like these past couple of days, I wouldn't even say these past couple of days, honestly, it's just been today. I feel like everything has clicked, like all of what you guys have been telling me. Mm. And I feel like all the adversity that I've been through, all the things that I want to accomplish, where I want to get to. I feel like life had to almost knock me down to realize who I had to become to get to where I want to get to. Yep. And I feel like I haven't been, like I was complacent for a little bit, if I'm being completely honest. Yep. And now I feel so fucking fired up at, I just feel unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, 
yeah, I'm just, I'm just grateful to get back to this feeling, grateful to to have had this adversity, as weird as that may sound. Yep. I want you, everyone to write this down. Never lose momentum. Mm. Never lose momentum. I want you to write that down and remember it. Never lose momentum. The amount of energy it takes to fucking get a car from zero to accelerate is significantly more than it takes for a car to just stay at the fucking pace that it at mm. when it's got at top speed. Never lose momentum. Easy concept, hard to implement. Because if you can never lose momentum and you get yourself to a place where you never let yourself fucking take the foot off the gas, man, I'm telling you, no matter what life throws at you, you're like, I'm fucking Brian Mark. doesn't fucking matter what life throws at me. doesn't matter. I'm fucking unstoppable. And when you get yourself to that place where you like actually know that you're unstoppable, bro, like life could punch you in the face all day. doesn't matter. Mm. Never Absolutely. lose momentum. Absolutely. Now that you have it, never lose it. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys. That's the mindset. Let's go. What's up, Mel? Hey, how's it going? Best day of my fucking life. How are you? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Thanks. I have a quick question about, so I'm about to run my 14-day challenge again for the second time. Has Brian been training on this yet? I'm not mistaken. <laughs> no. We are currently looking into it right now. Big breakdown. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you guys why. All right? We can bring in to do a, a guest down. However, when we have everything situated, we want to keep you guys usually themed, okay? This month is financial literacy and money mindset. That's why we're going to be doing a bunch across all groups to teach you guys how to manage your money. I will also say, don't get me wrong, we want to get Bray in right away to do the 14-day challenge. I might get her to just film an actual video instead of doing an entire live stream in the fucking group because then this way it'll be easier consumed for you guys. But at the same time as well, like we had Janelle and Josh literally just do an entire fucking week of 14-day challenge breakdowns that you can watch. And just like Brian said in the chat box, you know what to do. Audit your last one, okay? If you did okay. it and it didn't go great, look at what you could have done better and break it down, okay? Okay, I do have a specific question as well as far as that. Like, is it best to use the cons like the free group that I established last time or create nope. a whole new? Start a new one. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Anybody that's doing a free challenge, always start a new group. The reason why is everybody in the challenge needs to be there for the challenge because people follow social <laughs> behavior. So if I walk into a nightclub and nobody's fucking dancing, I ain't dancing. I walk into a nightclub, everyone's fucking dancing. I'm a lot more likely to dance. And so it's the mm -hmm. same thing with social behavior online. When you're running a free challenge, you want as many people as possible in the group engaging. If you have a bunch of people that see the post but don't engage, that's going to tell your free challengers that this challenge isn't valuable. They're not going to engage. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Go crush it. You know what to do. You got it. Yeah. You know what to do. What's up, Sammy? You're muted. Yep, sorry. I um, couldn't, the button wasn't working. Anyway, is it super annoying me being on the treadmill or is this okay? 12 out of 10 annoyed. I'm yeah, of course, I, I can't even tell. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I was just, I was really awkward silence. I was like, fuck, sorry. <laughs> All right, amazing. So my question is, this is kind of based on a bit like last week we were talking about like now my focus should be client retention. And I have noticed that in my free Facebook group, I have, I'm in it every single day, like posting, commenting back if there's any engagement, but the engagement is very shit in my free Facebook group, except for my actual clients. They're the only ones that are active in it. And I've also noticed a trend towards broadcast channels on Instagram. And I did a poll on my story the other day being like, do people prefer broadcast channels or Facebook groups? Like what's going on? Just I think like with the time of things changing, what people prefer. That's kind of it. my, and I would love your thoughts on, I'm thinking about just having a, uh, what's called client only Facebook group. 
and that where I can be like extra training, ex- like group calls, be put a lot of energy into that client retention, making it the best community ever. And then for free stuff, just having an Instagram broadcast channel. But I don't know a lot about the broadcast channels and I know that you guys are like killing it in yours. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Go ahead. There you go. Perfect. Uh, 100%. I love the entire idea. Now, I will say I wouldn't treat your broadcast channel as like, this is for clients or anything like that. Mm. But like having a fucking locked community, exclusive community for your clients, and then fucking giving them as much value as you possibly can is always recommended by us. And if you guys have the option to do a broadcast channel on Instagram, fucking do it. A million percent. All right. There's literally no downside at all. Every individual that is following you will instantly get a notification saying that you are inviting them to join it when you do make it. And then this gives you an opportunity to exclusively communicate with the individual below you. All right, just to give you a breakdown, not only do I share all of my reels and my posts to that channel whenever I do post them up, if I think they're going to provide value to the audience, but I'll randomly just send voice notes in there, random updates, little quotes, little motivational blurbs, things about my life, because it's getting my followers more connected to me. And why are individuals going to stay, connect with me, pay me, become a client, whatever, because they know me, like me, and trust me. Yeah, yeah, that was my thoughts too. Yes. I was literally just going to hit this, like Sammy Rue, you literally just ask, like, what is it? If you don't have it, you don't have it. Okay, this is the thing. Like, only some Instagram accounts have it right now. Some still haven't updated. So if you guys can update your apps right now, if you go to my page and you have broadcast channels on your Instagram, you'll actually see mine called The Wolves Den. And it will be fucking something that you can click and join on my Instagram. And it's very simple. In there, I'll do updates about clothing, about fitness, about mindset. I'll talk about my family. I'll talk about my emotions in boxing, how I felt after a spar day. Why? Strictly because that free community builder, Sammy, is fucking insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, I feel like I'm wasting my time with free Facebook community. I agree. When it's only my clients engaging anyway. So, and it's like, this is the thing. Say I agree. All right. However, only at the current place that you are right now. Mm. All right. Like, in fucking a year, we could be blown up with clients. How many clients do you currently have? 22. Awesome. Like you're doing fucking great. So let's start the private community. Let's fucking get all your clients in there because they're paying and they're engaging. All right. And the next little bit, let's look at starting a free community. But right now, broadcast channel, no matter what, period, because that helps you build a community on your follower list through Instagram. And then in the future, once we start building up your fucking paid community and we want to start filtering more quote unquote cold leads, then we could look at a free community on Facebook too. Yeah, cool. And yeah, I didn't know if it was like a bit of a I don't want to say like an age thing or anything, but like, I just feel like heaps of my Instagram followers, for instance, they were like, nah, we don't even use Facebook anymore. Like, so I just don't know if it's. A lot of people are like that, but let's also be real. There's a lot of you guys that have joined the fucking academy and like, I don't even have a Facebook profile. And I'm like, dope, homie, go fucking download one because that's where we do all the coaching. And they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. And then they go download one and they're using it. So it's like, we make the community so strong that you are forced to jump into the bandwagon and fucking follow along. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Wait. Makes that, sense? Yeah, that gives me good direction. Thank you. Got you. Perfect. Beauty. I love it. By the way, I'm turning my video guy off, guys, because Dominican Wi-Fi is absolutely trash. Next, Mr. Aaron. What's going on, brother? Yeah, what's going on? It's been a bit. Nice to see your beautiful faces. This question see you, dog. probably will be a little bit of a curveball, and mostly for Brian, just because I want to pick his brain on something, because I guess I'll give 30 seconds of context. My wife got hired as the media director at our church in December. Yep. And through the skills that I've learned you guys from you guys, I thought, okay, cool. I could use maybe some skills to kind of help her out. And I started posting just a couple of times a week on my pastor's page. Now his page, the first video I ever posted for him hit a million views on Instagram. 
and oh. his page has gone from like 800 followers to like 6400 followers in like less than two months yep so it got the wheels kind of spinning for me of like there's probably an opportunity here of if i can potentially replicate it in other pastors to help people grow their church of like a server like that so i mean i'm still just kind of chewing on the idea of if it's something that I want to go about or not, but I wanted to hear your perspective on maybe advice that you wish you would have known advice you could give me, or even constructive criticism of when you're thinking about maybe making a pivot, what would you think? Like what, what could you give me? If I'm thinking about making a pivot in my business, well, I'm going to respect the fact that this is a business coaching program for online fitness coaches. First things first, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice, but then I'm going to send you to direction that is because I, it just doesn't make sense to talk about this in my online coaching community. But if you're thinking about making a pivot, you need to ask yourself where the like the opportunity is. So like, let's just say as an example right now, you're like, oh, there's a potential opportunity over here where I could make some sort of money. Let's see if I, I can make this work. But like, you've got a business that's currently making 10 to $20,000 a month. And all of a sudden you start chasing all of your fucking rabbits and you start ch like chasing all of the opportunity that you could be making over here and not spending time on your business, your income goes down and you feel like shit and then the opportunity doesn't work out and now you're fucking left with nothing. So I'm actually doing a, a podcast about this this week, but the biggest mistake I ever made in my business, Aaron, period, was starting when I bought the gym. Biggest mistake I ever made in my business, 100%. Because I yeah. took my fucking eye off the ball for two years, dude. And like right now, Cole and I are in massive momentum and we like picked back up and we're fucking amped and we got the gym and pizza domination but it was the biggest mistake i ever made in my business ever it's taking my fucking eye off the ball and so unless you're prepared to go all fucking in like this shouldn't get any more than 10 percent of your energy because yeah. all of your clients that are paying you the money that you're able to do shit like this for fun on the side like those clients need all of your attention or they're not going to stick around and yeah. if you have extra time on the weekends when you've got a little bit of time to dedicate to it that's fine but like this should get no more than five to ten percent of your attention because it provides you absolutely no revenue, even if it's a fun passion project. Fair. Yeah. I think that's a good mindset. That's good to know. I just wanted to also, can I just say one thing? Yep. yep. Aaron, please, please, for the love of God, do not become one of these people that have helped one fucking page up and then DMing other pages saying that you can do the same thing, or I will lose my fucking. No, I, I, I 100% agree. The only messages, <laughs> the only messages I get from accounts that are like, I got this one page, a million views, and I could help you grow I like 35 a day, bro. Don't do that. So what I want you to yeah. do is make it a thing, right? It's like when you're in your business, you guys got into training your niche. Why? Because you became experts with them. Mm -hmm. You helped fucking 50 plus women, 50 plus men, 50 plus competitors do X, Y, Z. And you're like, holy fuck. Like, this is my niche. This is what my strong suit is. Yeah. Right? You got to establish it as the pro in the industry before you start trying to monetize. Feel yeah, me? 100%. That's why I said I kind of want to duplicate it to even see if it would be a thing, oh, do yes. it for free, just try to see. But yeah, I appreciate that feedback as well. Just no, I, sure. I 100% agree because I hate <laughs> I hate accounts that do the same thing for me too. It's like I have 200 Good. followers. Like I don't want to see your DM. Yes. So thank you. No problem. That cool. Miss Katie, what's going on, girl? How are you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you? Best day of our fucking lives. I love it. Okay. So my question is recently I had like today, yesterday, but I posted on Saturday, had a real like super pop off. It's got like over 300,000 views. I got a bunch of comments and it's like literally directly to my niche. And it's like the first time that like my content has popped off and it was like people being nice and like my people and not like mean people. So 
I went from like 7,000 followers to, I think I'm at like almost 14,000 followers now, oh. basically in like a day and a half. That's and fine. so I'm, I'm super pumped. I feel like a little nervous. I've been like in the DMs and at three coaching applications, um, like 10 keyword messages, a bunch of people downloaded the free guide that I have, but I wanted to pop on here and ask you, what do you think like is the best, I guess it's like the best way to take advantage of this. Kind of what I was thinking was just like post good quality content. Like I was planning on doing anyway for the next I got like you. week. And I know. I got you. I okay. got you. Okay. okay. So step number one, delete all of your Instagram stories right now. All of them. Okay. Step number two, post one Instagram story with the fire before and after. That's just like one of your best transformations, whether that be you or one of your clients. And I want you, this to be the exact language that you put on the message. I want you to say, I'm looking for, because you coach vegans, right? Five vegan yep. women that want to drop 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 to 60 days. If that's you, apply here and just put a link to your coaching application. That's the only story I want you to throw up. I want you to do CTAs like this every day for the next seven days. Let's capture all of the new attention that's coming in. Because it's like, Right now, you basically what happened is Instagram gave you a billboard. They're like, here's a free billboard. You can advertise your services to every fucking person on the planet. So I would be casting as big of a net as I possibly could as these people are coming in. So that would be my CTA schedule. My content schedule, I'd be doubling down on whatever the fuck you just posted that went viral and doing more videos about that or replying to that video or even doing video replies to the comments in the videos, right? Because whatever mm -hmm. comments are coming in, you can literally do a video reply, Katie, to a comment on the video, which will help boost that video in the algorithm and also is still highly relevant than all the followers that are coming in, see you replying to the comments and they see you replying to the videos. It's like all those new followers are gonna, that they're gonna be very, very tuned into that type of content. I would also do more videos like whatever the fuck you talked about in the video that went viral. Maybe it's not the exact subject, but maybe it's a very similar subject with a different spin, right? I'm just looking at it right now so you have a little bit of context. It's literally like a 7 to 11 second video where it just says me waiting for all the vegan gym girlies who love good vegan food to find my page. I will say the reason why I think this blew up is because you're using a trending sound. Watching you eat this sandwich, okay, is satisfying. This literally looks the most delicious sandwich I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> like, I literally, literally just texted this to Julian. It was like, I want a fucking burger tonight. So it's like, you're instantly satisfying somebody's craving. You're giving them something to grip onto. Anybody who resonates with what you said here loves it. So I would, just like Brian said, do more of this. Even if they're short seconds, doesn't mean you're even talking. But like, this is fucking perfect. Just double down, quadruple down on that. I also, I want you to go into the comments and reply to some of the what the women are saying. If they're like, what kind of food is that? Do a video reply. You're like, I know some of you girlies are asking me what I eat in a day. So check this out. Bam. What I eat in a day video. Right. Oh, I love that. You know? So it's like, um, you know, some girl, a girl could reply. You'd be like, I didn't know it's possible. You could lose weight on a, on a vegan diet. I'd be like, I didn't know it was possible. You could lose weight on a vegan diet. Check this out. Bam. I'd be like, these are some of my clients. Bam, 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 bam. And you're just you on a green screen video showing some of your clients. Right. So yeah, you can ball this one. I need recipes. Bam. Fucking show them how to make a vegan burger like this. I need right recipes. Away. Bam. I got you seven to 15 second recipe video where like you're making the food and giving all the ingredients full recipe in the caption. Mm. Oh, mm. sick. Okay. Get it? Yeah. So, and for the CTAs, you said that I'm going to delete all my stories right now. Do that thing. Transformation. Looking for five vegan ladies who want to lose 10, 15 pounds in the next 60 days. Yep. And you would say do that 
every day? Similar to that on a daily basis. So then, then tomorrow could be like, um, what do you struggle with most in your in your vegan journey? No idea what to eat. Don't know how to train. Don't know how to get enough protein in. All of the above. And then the next day it could be like, if you're struggling, you need a little bit of help with your vegan diet or nutrition plan, send me a DM that says either diet or training and I'll help you out. And then the next day it could be like, I'm looking for five vegan ladies that want to lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days. I would do this for as long as the video is going viral and then I would kind of slow down. So I would take advantage of this because you could probably capture 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 hot leads based off of people that are coming in. And then it's just up to you to book the calls and make the sales. Last thing I would say, Katie, is if you can make time for it, I would go live for 10 to 15 minutes a day. And I'd just be like, vegan Q&A. That's all I'd call it. Because you don't have to do any fucking thinking yeah, at all. Yeah. So vegan Q&A. Sure. And then you're literally like, hey, ladies. So I got literally doubled my followers in 24 hours. I don't know what the fuck happened. But hi, I'm Katie. Nice to meet all of you. Thank you for being on my page. And I'm going to answer any questions you guys have about you know being vegan or making transitions. So welcome to my live stream. Thank you so much for being here. 10, 15 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. This is great. Thank you so much. I'm pumped. Cool. Anything else? I I think I have a lot of information. You're a rock star. Congratulations. I'm excited for you. Thank I've you. probably given you like 300 views. I'm not even joking. This sandwich looks fucking fire, Brian. I'm going to send <laughs> it to you. I never wanted to eat a vegan sandwich so much in my fucking life. I'll send it, send it to Nick. I'm sure he Nick, liked. look at this fucking sandwich, bro. I'm sending it to you right now. <laughs> Melanie Jackson, what's up? Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Best day of our lives. How are you? Doing great. Man, freaking tasket. So it's pretty specific. And uh, I have a question in regards to network expansion. So I have no problem expanding for my avatar on Facebook, which is nerds over 30. But when it comes to trying to find people to connect with or follow on Instagram, that's where I'm struggling because I, I obviously can't see their birthday or I don't really know how to best approach it because it seems a lot more time consuming. I've been using the hashtags in the search, but that's that's all that I've been able to Can I be honest find with you? in that point. I think if you spent yeah. double the amount of time you do on Facebook and Instagram, you wouldn't have this issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's well, what I've been doing. Do. The, I started doing the power hour two times a day. Yeah, so do all of it on Facebook. The reason I'm recommending that is because if you know what okay. it is on Facebook, you can find them on Facebook. It's easy to find them on Facebook. It's likely Facebook is your game. Like, I just want to play the game that I'm the best at until I get to 5 to 10K a month. And then once you're at 5 to 10K a month, you can think about expanding the game. But, like, for me, Melanie, like, Instagram is my fucking game. That's where you're going to see me the most. That's where, like, all my clients are coming from. That's where I'm the most active. So if Facebook is your game and you know Facebook's your game, make Facebook your game. And instead of trying to learn a different game or a new language, like, I would just stick to the game that you know. Okay. It's going to save you a lot of attention and focus because you're going to, like, all that time, you're like, how do I find more leads on Instagram? It's like, if you just spent more time doing the stuff. And sometimes it's just knowing where to place our focus. If you just placed your focus on an area that you know, instead of an area that you don't, you're going to get results a lot faster. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I also like in as far as experience has been since I've been with the Academy, whenever it came to challenges or even from getting clients, I have gotten the majority of them from Instagram, which I thought was weird because I always felt I had more experience book. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I would, uh, in terms of network expansion, I would focus on Facebook because you know it. And whatever you're doing on Instagram is working. So I wouldn't change a lot on Instagram, in my opinion. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Anything else? No, that was it. Bob. Josh Wayner, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Brian? Hey, brother, how are you? Good. Hey, cool. Okay. 
So my question is around uh, my avatar and how I might be able to speak to one audience while including another. I was uh, doing a sales role play with David and it was kind of a struggle because I picked nurses as an avatar because somebody close to me who, who was a nurse passed away and I kind of felt like that was uh, who I wanted to serve. I thought I'd get good f- fulfillment from, do- from uh, that, making that my avatar. Anyway, through the role play, it was kind of difficult. I just like, and this is where my struggle is with content because I spend like a lot of time researching. I just feel like I don't know enough about nurses, I think is my struggle there. And so my question is like, I want to kind of shift a little bit towards helping somebody more like me, like you guys say to do, help your younger self. So, and at the same time, like I still want to speak to nurses and try to like, make content geared towards nurses but put a little bit more of me into it and like my past experiences and so growing up I was bullied and I was always in shape and fit and what I found was when I went to college it was easier to like meet girls and because of how I looked it was like kind of an easier transition in high school I was bullied a lot and kind of had ugly duckling syndrome type thing with my I had a really bad haircut. (laughs) And so, yeah, so my avatar is more towards like helping people with their confidence, I think, age group 25 to 35. Now, I'm going to give you some advice that's very straightforward that I need you to take openly, okay? Just because she was a nurse doesn't mean you need to help nurses. Yeah. Okay. I get that there's a part of you that is attached to that label due to the fact that you lost an individual that was a nurse. And that's why, like, what I want you to do and what I would ask you to do okay, is number one, either look at the old you and help that, all right? And then ask yourself, okay, what did I struggle with that she also struggled with? You see, a lot of you guys always end up getting hung up on gender or job as your niche instead of pain or problem. Your niche could be anything, right? Is there any correlation between the old you and your struggles and what she was struggling with? Yes or no? And again, I'm not asking you right now. This is a brainstorm session that I want you to do personally. If there isn't, then you can ask yourself, okay, well, like primarily I want to help men that were in the situation as me, all right, the same situation as me, but I'm also not against helping women that were dealing with XYZ issue, XYZ health issue, XYZ confidence issue, right? Because if you get hung up on nurses, and I'm just going to ask you fly out, do you understand anything about the nursing field personally 100% because you did it? Yes or no? No. Okay. So then trying to relate to them, understanding what they've been through because you've never done it is a problem. One thing, and it's just this very small correlation, like my mom and my dad were both nurses, but I didn't really experience that. My dad was on a call a lot. So he had the crazy rotating schedule. So I I know about that. I want to jump in here for a second. You're going to get absolutely run over by somebody that is a nurse that coaches nurses. Yes. Run over. Yes. Because they understand it. Yeah. Yes. Right. So what I'm saying is let's remove the nurse side of it and then let's honor the individual that you lost by helping people that were in their same situation. Like, let's look at the problems they dealt with mentally, physically, and emotionally. All right. And then do that. Or again, if you don't resonate and if you cannot relate, all right, we honor them in whatever way we can, but we do the thing. Always use the men example. When men train women and you don't understand how a woman's cycle is and you can't diet her properly, it's almost impossible to get her results. And then everybody's like, well, why am I not able to do this? I'm a shitty coach and they hate me and everything else. It's, no, you're just working with the wrong people, man. Like we got to understand what's going on in our clients' bodies. Feel me? Get it? Yeah. Yeah. So where are we going to go with the niche thing? What are you feeling in your heart right now? 
Well, what I was thinking was with, with the nursing stuff, a lot of nurses, they struggle with like bullying is a thing in there. So that's kind of something I've tried to work into my content. There's a lot of bullying in nursing. I feel like nurses need to be a little bit more assertive and they have confidence issues as well. But the main thing I think is probably helping people with confidence issues and trying to speak to them, whoever they might be. I don't know. Okay. So you're gonna have to do some soul searching. That's my advice for you today. And I think Brian would agree. And if he disagrees, I'm sure he'll unmute. Like you got to go do some soul searching. I can't pick your niche for you, but unless you are 100% confident in the individual you are speaking to, it's going to become incredibly hard for you to scale your business period. All right. I would say, fuck the nurse niche, go towards the old you. Yeah. Because I could ask you 10 questions right now about nurses that I bet you couldn't answer due to the fact that my brother's a registered nurse and he went through the ringer and me and him had to fuck it. I literally watched him go through it all. And he told me about it all on every individual call. But I guarantee that I don't know even close to amount as Nick Matthews and Gage Matthews because they're fucking slinging right now. Yeah, Gage is a fucking registered nurse and they're bringing in hundreds of clients on a monthly basis because she's in it. She's doing it. So they create content around it. Like you need to do shit that you understand. Feel me? Yeah. So I'd look past to the past you, do some research, do some soul searching and then create a niche around that. Okay. But I also just want to let you know, Sarah Sherrington, Justin, Cameron, Travis, you guys did show up late and raise your hand. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to you. So I just want to be transparent. If we don't get to you. I just want to let you know in advance. We're going to do our best. I just want to give you a heads up. That also, I believe it was Joe Clarkson that was next. Come on out, Joe. How are you doing? How are you guys going? Best day of our lives. excited. First time I'm here because my client got COVID, so I didn't have to go train someone. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cheer for that, training. but I'm happy you're here. It's a win for me. Yeah. My question was basically the same as Melanie's just before. Most of my, actually all of my face business comes through Facebook. So I don't do a lot of network expansion on Instagram. My views are really crap on Instagram. They're better on TikTok, which I hate, but I still do it. I still post all my reels and stuff over three platforms. I've been focusing on Facebook and building that community. So I've like tripled my friends on Facebook followers. But do I, should I just spend like, yeah, five percent of my time trying to build the other communities a little bit or should i just solely focus on facebook given i've only got 13 clients so all of your clients come from facebook correct for the most part yes yeah, yeah i would because just i'm old yeah Sorry. and that's that's not a bad thing hey like most of my clients come from instagram that's where i focus i still yeah. post on facebook because i think it's important to still be relevant on the platforms I still post on TikTok yeah. because it would be stupid not to be on TikTok. I get zero business from TikTok though, so I don't spend any time on it. Still posting on yeah. it. So it's like I focus all of my energy on the platform that's going to give me the most amount of return. And then any energy I have left over, I can use like if I, if I want to build Instagram, I can. But I like everybody write this down. Focus on where the income is coming from. It's like if all, if your TikTok's popping and you sign two to three to four clients a week from TikTok, don't shift your energy to build your Instagram. Mm. You're like, let's get to 50 clients from TikTok. You guys get that? Like if your Facebook's popping, that's where you get all your clients from. Instead of being like, oh, like I should all probably build my TikTok. No, like, like get your fucking business to 20, 30, 40, 50 clients. Then let's work on a different platform because now you got revenue, right? Now you cool. got a system. So double down on Facebook. I want everyone to write this down. Focus matters. And where you place your attention matters. You only have 24 hours in a day. Right. And the only thing that you guys can do with your energy is choose where to focus it. And the analogy that I'll give you guys is you all, have you guys all seen what happens with a magnifying glass? If you point it at a fucking stick of grass, mm. take a magnifying glass, you focus the sun's rays on one point, it lights the fucking grass on fire. 
But if I take that same magnifying glass and I aim it at fucking everything, nothing happens, which goes to show you what happens when you focus your energy. Does that make sense? And so in our business, we need to choose where to focus our energy and then we need to not take our eye off the ball. And I would recommend focusing your energy on the activities that are going to generate you more revenue, aka Facebook in this instance. Make sense? Awesome. Bet. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. Good to see you. I'm not Thank happy you. that your client got COVID, but I'm happy to see you. And Cole, I'll see you at um, Gold Coast. Yeah, you will. With that being said, I actually wanted to wait to say this, but I'm fucking atrocious at surprises, etc. I'm going to do something exclusive for all PT domination students that I meet in the Gold Coast. So it might be a dinner, it might be a breakfast, it might be a meetup. So if you are down there, you'll be able to fucking break bread and hang out with me and the crew. So it's gonna be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, that also reminds me, I forgot about this. Fucking also big news. The tickets for the PT domination all access event are going live February 20th. So if you haven't gotten a ticket already and you're thinking about getting a ticket, February 20th. Also, we just have a fucking another thing that we're doing now, which is exciting. If you are listening to this and you're in the academy, we're going to start rewarding milestones starting today. Okay. So here's how it works. Your first thousand dollars in the academy. I know if you already hit a thousand dollars in the academy, I'm really sorry. Okay. These are for today moving forward. We just decided we wanted to do this. So your first thousand dollars in the academy, we're going to buy you a thank you more please t shirt. Your first five grand in the academy. We're going to buy you fucking backpack. And then when you hit 10K, you obviously get the fucking sweater. Okay. So now we got milestones. All right. We call online trainer milestones. So moving forward, your first thousand dollars, bam. Thank you more, please. T-shirt. Your first 5K, bam. Fucking backpack. 10K, bam. Sweater. We want to gamify all the milestones. All right. Let's fucking go. Cool. All right. Next. Who's next up? I love the Zoom call. Can you see the order call? Cool. It doesn't show me the order now. Yeah, we got uh, Kayla. What's up, Kayla? She's doing meal prep. She's so pumped. <laughs> All right. So my question for you guys, thank you for having me. So I'm working on some of the modules and I'm slamming through them. And of course I keep, I would say I'm getting roadblocks on myself and overthinking about, especially when I hear in them, oh, this should only take you 10 minutes. And then I spend six hours doing something and I'm like, oh. for what? This has happened on a few things. So I'm not very tech savvy and I know I can work through it. I went through one of the modules the other day and I'm working on an ebook for my clients right now. And I'm trying my hardest to not have it take me four days to produce an ebook. I'd be super fucking proud of it, but I don't want it to take me four days. And cool. so, yeah. So I'm going to give you advice that's probably not what you were expecting, but that's okay, because that's what I'm here to do. Let it take four fucking hours. Great. When I used to four post days. on Instagram, because like, if you put, if Nick, the vegan videographer, put a fucking camera on my face right now, I could spit out a reel. But like, <laughs> it used to take me like a fucking hour of sitting down, writing the script, editing the script. He'd film me five fucking times. I would hate it. I wouldn't like the way that I sounded. Same thing with writing content, Kayla. Like the first time I ever wrote a piece of content for Instagram where I was like trying to write it step by step, it took me a fucking hour. Now I can write a piece of content in 10 minutes. So like what takes you four hours now, let it take you four hours and then give yourself a pat on the back for being a bad B and be like, we're doing that shit faster next time. Let's fucking go. So like write this down, especially for new entrepreneurs, finishing the project fucking matters. Yep. It doesn't matter how long it takes you as long as you get it done. That's the mindset. 
So it's like, it doesn't fucking matter how long this shit takes me. I'm getting this shit done. Yeah. And when you have that mindset, you will start to get it done faster. Also, I'm just going to say something, and this is not very nice, but this is the truth for my entrepreneurs that are going from nine to fives to going online. This is also the truth. If you want to grow your own successful business, right? Is like, and you want to start hiring people is like, guys, it's like you come from a background where like you get paid dollars per hour. So you don't get paid for efficiency working in nine to five. You're like the, the more efficient you make, you are the more money you make. That isn't a thing. You get paid dollars per hour. So you're not rewarded for efficiency in entrepreneurship. Speed fucking matters. And so the faster you can get shit done, the more efficiently you can get shit done, the more productive you can be with your business, the more money you will make. And so this is just your first test run at entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. That's good. So the only thing that matters is getting the shit done. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Just fucking get it done. And then as soon as you get it done, be like, okay, that took me fucking four days. The next ebook I write is going to take me fucking two. And the next one I write is going to take me one. I'm going to get this shit done in a day. And you just keep getting better and better and better and better and better. Makes sense. Yes, 100%. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Thank you for being here. I want to share something very quick before we move on to the next person, because I feel like this will be powerful for you guys, especially off of that subject. All right. All of you guys expect to be too good too fast in everything that you do. All right. How many of you guys would believe if I told you that whenever I tried to go live in the past, it took me nine tries in one fucking live stream in order to actually fucking fulfill and do the entire thing? Probably not a lot. But Brian watched me go up and down the street and start and stop live streams fucking seven to nine times in a row before I actually was able to fucking say fluently what I wanted to say and deliver my fucking message because I had no idea how to talk on camera. It intimidated me. I didn't understand how to do it when I first started entrepreneurship. And until I just got out of my own head and did what was in front of me, I saw results. And this is what we've been doing in boxing. And I want all of you guys to go listen to this song. It's called My Toy Soldiers by 50 Cent. All right, this is actually mine and my coach's theme song. All right, we play it every time. Why? Because I told him when I first started training with him nine months ago, homie, I'm just the toy soldier. Just wind me up and tell me what to do. So every time in practice, when I show up, I just shut the fuck up. I literally, there's no opinion. He's like, jab. I'm like, okay, this. And he's like, no, do this. I'm like, okay, this. Like, I don't, I'm not asking. I'm not asking questions. I'm not like, okay, what do I do here? I'm not asking like, am I doing it wrong? I'm just literally doing it. And unless he corrects me, all right, I just do it again and do it again and do it again. Does that make sense? When you guys open up a module, listen to the module and do exactly what it says. All right, if it takes you four hours, like Brian said, who cares? Just get it done and then figure it out. The more you do it, the better you'll get across the board. My Toy Soldiers by 50 Cent is literally my theme song for every fucking boxing day. I listen to it every day in the morning before I train. I like, I don't think here, I just do. Bam. Cole, who's next? We got fucking Dustin. What's Dusty, up, welcome back what to is... the fucking fold, bro. Where'd you go? What's up, dog? Yeah. Welcome back to the winner's circle, he, he, he left us, then he came back. Where'd you go? <laughs> I didn't see him. good to be back. And I love that uh, first live stream I come back to the academy with is like recommit. Freaking nailed it right in because like that is kind of my message to myself right now. Coming back from the academy is just recommitting to like grinding out and pushing out on the basics here and just building a sustainable business and like my biggest goal this year is to get out of the volatility because i've been going up and down and for me it's time to get out of the up and down there oh go, let's bro. go baby it. dude i love it how can we serve you today so happy you back at pod chats here my question two questions the first of which is like the biggest area like just reflecting on where i'm the weakest and where i know i'm going to get the most return on my effort is messaging. I want to become really good at pumping out messages, 
And right now it takes me a long time and I feel like I don't have a good flow. So my question to both of you is just, you know, for VAs and stuff, but like for yourselves, how do you set up that flow so that you're hitting the messages? Like, is it stories, then likes, and then like what happens when like you've gone through that, where are you going to? Cool. So first things first is do it in the morning before you do anything else. Yeah. That's key number one. Because if you don't do your messaging in the morning, you will fucking avoid it all day. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in the morning, get it fucking done and do, and like, dude, here's what I want you to focus on is like 25 messages a day to start. That's all you need, bro. Okay. Because volatility is like, you send 100 sometimes, you send 50 sometimes, you send 25 sometimes, you send 50 sometimes, you send 100 sometimes. 25 every day, don't fucking miss. Can you commit to that? Yeah. Easy. Okay. Let's do it. 25 in the morning every day, don't fucking miss. Here's the order of importance to go when you're starting messages. First place I would start them it would be story poll responders because obviously anybody that's voting on your stories is fucking interested. Second place I go to is Instagram commenters. I actually just did a reel on this. Second place I go is Instagram commenters. The third place I would go would be Instagram likes. The fourth place I would go would be new followers. The fifth place I would go would be story views. And beyond that, what I do is I, I, if I can't find anything in that within the first three posts, then I'll go to the last nine posts. Okay. If I can't find anything in the last nine posts, I'll go to the last 18 posts. And if I can't find anything in the last 18 posts, I probably need to work on my fucking content. So at that point, yeah. I'm not working on DMs. I'm working on content. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Perfect. Perfect. One question I had was about Facebook. So most of my followers got like 10, just under, just over 9K on Facebook for followers. How, so the issue that within you reaching out to followers on Facebook, I think it goes to like the request box. Is there any other strategies to like, message those people to get them seen because i feel like i have a lot of followers there but like the messages don't get open so i don't really know i'm like i feel like it's kind of useless followers on that, facebook that is a struggle and i wish i had an answer for you but i don't because okay. that is like facebook is trying to prevent you from building your business and so yeah. they're trying to send you to spam and so on facebook it's like our goal is to post content on our feed to get people to engage with what i would recommend on facebook is to to basically what you need to do is you need to have posts where people can engage with you and start conversations. Having polls that are controversial, that like question boxes that get people to comment is the move on Facebook to get a bunch of people starting conversations because mm. you can start conversations with those people. Beyond that, like it's gonna be really hard for you to reach out to those followers because they are useless because Facebook's goal is to make it so that you can't fucking lead gen unless you spend money on their ads. 100%. I will also say, and just so for everybody who does not know this, you know how in Facebook groups, you can do the everyone tag, Dustin? Yeah. On your personal page, you have a followers tag. So if you hit everyone oh. and type in followers, it will actually notify the 9,000 individuals that are following you about the post that you just made and what you hit. So when you do post an engagement poll or a CTA or anything, drop that fucking followers tag in your comments because people will come out of the woodwork very quickly if they've actually chosen to follow you and want to see what you're doing. Any post. And it's once a day, just like fucking the everyone taking your oh, Facebook. That's cool as fuck. I didn't know that. That's a Love hack. That. Yeah, it's a new thing that I found the other day. I was like, oh, fucking ninja trick. Love it. Cool. Perfect. And then my other question was just around content. So obviously both of you have been like, I've seen your growth on, especially you be with uh, working with Devin there. And I'm stoked you got bro, up for the event. He's, he's coming to the fucking event, bro. Devin's coming I to know. the event. I don't think <laughs> you guys know. Okay. Devin is the smartest fucking kid I've ever met in my life. 19 years old, making a hundred grand a month, 
He's the most viral creator on social media that teaches content. He's a fucking genius. Anyways, it's freaking wild. So I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on exactly like what your specifically like what the script writing process that you've learned, like kind of how you go through writing scripts. Yep. So number one is I lean into my authenticity. That sounds super lame, but I'll tell you exactly what I mean by that because it's like very vague. I pretty much insult the viewer in the first one to three seconds. But like, I'm like that in real life. Like if you meet me in person, like I shit talk Cole every fucking day. That's what I do. Yeah, that's just how we are. (laughs) I'm a shit talker. So like, I'm a shit talker. So I lean into my authenticity and I'm like, stop being a fucking dork and starting all your posts like this. That's who I am, okay? So I lean into my authenticity. So whatever your authenticity is, you need to lean into it. That's me. I like to fuck around. So I do that in my content. Second thing is the framework that I usually, I have two frameworks that I write from Dustin. Framework number one is stop doing this, instead do this. Stop doing this, instead do this. So I'll give you an example. When someone says, how much do you charge? Don't sound like a dumbass and give your price away right away. Instead, do this. So that's the framework. Stop doing this, instead do this. Or it'll be like, it'll be giving myself, so I basically edify myself and then I give the value. I'll give you an example. Edify myself basically means putting myself on a, on a pedestal. It'll be like, I make between 600000 to a million dollars a month. And here are the five things that I've found out about lead generating on Instagram stories. One, bam. So for you, that would be like, I helped my client Melissa lose 60 pounds in the last three months. And here are the three fat loss secrets that I gave her. One, bam. So those are the two frameworks that I write from when I'm writing my content. Beyond that, what I do is I have three to five creators that I follow that have valuable content, but they just suck at delivering it. So find (laughs) creators that have valuable content but just don't deliver it well and then take their ideas and deliver it better. And I'm constantly auditing my own content and finding out what's working, what's not. And I'm always doubling down on what's working. As an example, I'll give you guys a hack. If you go to my Instagram right now, you're seeing a lot of content where I'm like saying comment prompt and I'll send this to you because that gets engagement. So you know what I mean? I'm always paying attention to what's working and I'm doubling down on it. So those are my, that's my content secrets in 90 seconds or less. Hopefully that was helpful. That was, that's perfect. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess, you know, that's all my questions. I uh, answered it perfectly. And like, I'm just going to double down on the the content that's working. I had some stuff that was going off a little bit ago too. So I'm going to try to do some more of that and just really focus on banging out the content and right now. So for me personally, like what I've committed myself to, I wrote down here is like, I'm trying to post two reels a day, one square post on uh, Facebook every single day for that engagement you're talking about. And then I was going to do three written posts per week. Cool. Done. Sounds good. Yep. That sounds great. Awesome. And by the way, if you want to get your business out of volatility, then start focusing on recurring. Don't aim for 10K a month, aim for 5K recurring. Then we're, then you're in a different place. Should I just straight pitch um, the monthly then, or should I? Recurring. Yep. Okay. So straight monthly. Yeah. My best clients work with me for about six months. I would just price anchor high with your fucking paid in full, bro. Make it sound fucking insane. And then fucking uh, just drop your fucking recurring because it'll be perfect. Everyone will pick that. Yeah. Okay. Just use a big. uh, Build recurring. Yeah. Build recurring. Awesome. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Welcome, bro. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode.
What's up, Jenna? By the way, you patient pandas, there's a big call today. So if you're waiting in line, I just want to recognize you for being patient as fuck and waiting for to talk to us. We fucking appreciate you. All right? yeah, that is a very big call today. Probably the biggest pod chats we've had in a long time. Where did patient pandas come from? That's a fucking dope little. You're welcome. How can we help you, Jenna? Hey, guys. I have a recurring question. So what would be the best approach if they finish a 16-week program? Would you get them to do, try and get them to do a paid in full? Because currently at the moment with monthlies, they're doing a monthly subscription with a 30 days cancellation. So they don't actually have the commitment of the, of the 16 weeks. Yep. So it depends. So I, I'll tell you how I approach renewals. I'm going to say it depends and I'm going to give you my full answer. So it starts with it depends. And the reason it depends is let's say, Jenna, your Facebook community is fucking disgustingly popping. Your girls love it. They're showing up every day. They're getting tons of value. They love your coaching. They love the energy. They love, they like, if that's your community, then just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. That being said, even though that is my community as well, I would, I prefer to go for a renewal paid in full because in my experience, what I've found is that when clients get to the in, in end of their initial term, at that point, they view it as a month to month agreement. And so anything happens in their life, that's the expense that they cut first. In my experience, that's what I found. So I prefer to go for the paid in full. And the way that I do it is I offer it as a loyalty discount. And I'm like, Jenna, you've been with me for the last 16 weeks and you've been absolutely amazing. So I want to continue working with you. So obviously we continue to work together no matter what. It's only blah, 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 blah. Your agreement continues. Or I'd actually offer you a loyalty discount if you wanted to save a little bit of money and pay in full. Would you like me to tell you a little bit about that? They say yes, then you pitch the paid in full. So it depends, meaning if your community's popping and your girls love you, don't change a thing. But I also think it might be worth it if, you know, you can even test this out, Jenna. Like, let's say five clients are up for renewal, test out the loyalty paid in full on three, see if you can get three paid in fulls. And if you like that and you like getting the upfront cash and keep doing it. And I'm then, finding the people that pay the painful at the beginning end up doing the same again. And then the ones that were doing the monthly do the monthly subscription. Like they yep. stay on what they've come in on. Yep. Yes. So like with the, should I change it to like a 30 days cancellation and have it as if you're re-signing, you have to have the 16 week commitment if they're paying monthly, like would that be a better way or just leave it as is like it's. You see, I think I think you leave it as is because even if clients re-sign, right? Even if clients re-sign at like, if a client, you know, something happens and they need to cancel, it's like, I don't want to hold a client to a contract if they've already paid me for 16 weeks. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's yeah, like, yeah. so I would just say like, I want to continue working with you for as long as you want to work with me. And hopefully you never fire me as your coach and I never fire you as my client. So let's just keep working together. And would you offer like a discount for the monthlies if they were in your Nope. No, not to just keep it. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And, but if you wanted to try to switch the mode to a paid in full, you could be like, hey, by the way, if you wanted to switch to a paid in full, I could give you 16 weeks for 949. Yeah. Would that be interesting to you? Or would you rather just continue on with what we have going on? Okay, amazing. And just a quick question about if clients refer, like giving them a free month, would you add it onto the end of the 16 weeks? Or would you, yeah. if they're paying monthly, say your next month is free? So that one's 100% up to you. Okay. You could definitely just edit, add it to the end of the 16 weeks. It's what we've done in the past. However, yeah. I've also just for ease of mind, went in a stripe and just literally went fucking void for the next individual's payment. And then the next month was free for them. It's, um, it's... Why did I do that? Because then it was easier for me to refer them. 
because then when they come down or renew them, because then when it comes out of the renewal, you've already dealt with the free month instead of them being like, well, I get a free month. And then you got to wait 30 days in order to renew them again. Yeah. I also think it makes it an easier sell too. Yeah. Like an easier sell for them to refer clients. Like as soon as you refer a client, you get your next month free. That's why we do that for the Academy, which by the way, if you're in the Academy, you want to refer a friend, start a group chat with me and Cole. We'll give you a free month. That's why we do it though. It's because it's yeah. like, it's a heavy incentive. It's like, oh shit, I literally get my next month for free. I don't have to wait a year. Okay. I want my next month free. I just got to refer my friend. It's an easy incentive. Yep. And then paid in full is just at the end. Yeah. Yep. Paid in full is at the end. 100%. Yeah. You got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. Have the you best day of your entire life. Keep crushing it. Who's up? Cole? We got Ashner. Yeah. What's up? So earlier you said something that kind of hit me and made me think right now. You said focus where the income's coming from. Yep. And I kind of thought about this before. So I've had videos that go really viral, right? Mm -hmm. And but obviously the main videos that I try to post are like videos of me talking about, you know, tips, fat loss, gaining muscle, all that stuff. How much is there ever too much of the viral type videos? Should it be like sprinkled or should it be like every day, like two viral videos and then two or one or two fitness videos? How do I know which is too much? I have a question for you. And the only reason I'm asking this question is because I said something and you heard something different. So I said, focus on where the income's coming from. And you heard, post a video that gets the most views. My question for you is, does the video that gets the most views always lead to the most clients? That's the thing. It's like, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I'd have to experiment. But in the yeah. past, I feel like since I built up my social media in the past, before starting out, it, I feel like they made this a lot easier to get some initial clients. But I could be wrong, you know, I, I'm not yeah. sure. I think the answer is both. So I want you to write this down, Ashton. There's two types of content. There's awareness content and there's conversion content. Two types of content mm. that I post. That Everybody I post fucking write that down. Awareness content and conversion content. Okay? Con fucking the content goat over here is fucking taking notes, all right? Now, awareness <laughs> content is content where I'm like, me and Kirsten do a video when we're talking about our relationship core values. Those videos blow up. They have nothing to do with the fucking business. Those videos yeah. get eyeballs on my page. And then when eyeballs come on my page, they see a video that says, here are three reasons your business isn't fucking growing. So that's conversion content. Make sense? So the awareness content brings people to your page and the conversion content gets people to apply. They have two different intentions altogether. And you need to do both of them. Awareness content you need to be doing to be like, let's get some fucking eyeballs. And conversion content needs to be so fucking good that people want to reach out to you. Mm. Make sense? They shouldn't yeah. be the same thing. You shouldn't be trying to make your awareness content your conversion content because then the stuff that makes the videos go viral is also the same shit that makes it like it's not the same stuff that makes things convert because like what makes things convert is like step-by-step -step methodical fucking actionable value. That's going to make somebody convert versus the something that's going to make somebody something go super viral is super relatable. It's, you know, shareable. It's digestible. It's easy to consume. It's funny. Makes you laugh, right? These are two different styles of content altogether. So you need both in your content strategy, not one or the mm -hmm. other. And so like 50%, 50%? I try to do 50-50, bro. So like 50% of the content I create is like me and Kirsten doing a, and it depends, but I would say like, if you want your Instagram to grow and you want to sign clients, I would say about 50-50. That's how I approach it. There are times in my business, Ashner, let's say I'm like, I want to sign some fucking clients. Then it shifts to 70-30. Also while understanding when I do that, my social media growth is going to slow down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I'm going to be posting a lot more fucking conversion content. I'm going to be signing more clients and making more money, but my growth is going to slow down a lot because I'm not posting the awareness content. 
But if I want to grow and I want my business to grow, it's about 50-50. Awesome. And then uh, one thing. So with like renewals, when it's time to renew a client, what's the best way to maximize that they'll want to stay with you for like, let's say one to two years? Get There's them better some, results. some things that, okay. Excuse I'm going to give you a better answer. I'm I like, agree. I'm going to make sure. I agree. Yeah, I, I know. It, I agree. <laughs> but do you have that? Do you have the renewal script? Do you know what we're talking about? I saw that module, but I haven't like caught to it yet. Okay, so go watch the fucking module, number one. And number two, I'm going to give you the renewal script right now because I want to just give you value on the call. And what I will say is you got to get the results, like Cole says. And when you do set up that renewal call, you're basically going to paint the picture of what it was like to work with you before, the results that they have now, and then you want to forecast a future vision. And so the better you get at forecasting the future vision, the longer they're going to sign for if you're like, you know, they lose five pounds, you're like, cool. In the next 12 months, like, bro, we could lose fucking 30 and you could be shredded. You want to see your six pack? Is that something that you want? Or do you just want to lose five pounds and maybe gain it back? You want to be fucking shredded? Okay, cool. This is what it would look like to work together for the next 12 months. Because mm. like, you got to understand guys, fitness prospects don't think that far into the future. They just don't. Nobody's thinking mm-hmm. about what they're going to look like in 12 months time from now or the work that it's going to take or the plan that it's going to have. Like, they just don't think about that. But if you're super confident, you're like, I will help you get fucking shredded in the next 12 months. Here's what that's going to look like. They will buy it. Cool. Makes sense. Awesome. Thank you. All right, brother. Good to see you. See you soon. Who's next, Big G? We got Devon. What's up, Big Devon? King? Yo, what's good, fellas? Cole, I just wanted to say congratulations on hitting 300K, man. That's, that's huge, bro. Thank you, King. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So my question is, it's like on a money mindset. So I had mm. a challenging January month. It was almost very similar to last year. And despite like my efforts, I went like one for eight on coaching calls. And I want to forget about January. I want to bring in a new mindset into February and a new approach. So what are some strategies or like mindset shifts that you guys have when you have maybe like a lower month or a slower month to just really overcome this setback? Question. So I want to say when you were in your losing streak, what were you doing? Wasn't posting twice a day. I was still posting every day, maybe not twice a day as I was before. That was maybe potential difference in content. Okay. What else? Not tracking my, how many messages I was sending a day. Okay. What else? I think I was just like letting that shit linger as well. Like with like that energy linger for like more than I wanted to. Okay. Were you showing up to coaching calls? Yes. The 10K. Yeah. Okay, cool. And were you raising your hand and asking questions or were you just kind of silent in the background? Um, I think I was pretty active. I let them know as well. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm just, I'm just fucking grilling you. I want to figure out what's going on. Were you broken role plays? I did uh, two role plays. Yes. Okay. So if you had to give yourself an honest self-assessment and you tell me what you could have done better in January, what would it have done? Give me this right now. Honestly, my, what I'm telling myself is send more messages. I was stuck because I did a six week challenge and to start January and I blew through every single person that was coming into like my program. I mean, I know I don't want to say that, but because there's endless amount of people looking for this, but I just felt like in my like warm or hot, like prospects, I felt like I already had pitched everyone. So I was like, kind of like fucked. Like I didn't know who to go to. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what happened, but what would you have done differently? Ask more questions potentially, honestly. Like, no, you already told on yourself. Okay. I'll tell you, I'm going to reflect back to you what you said. Okay. You already told yourself. You said, send more fucking messages. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two, you said, track your messages. You stopped tracking. Number three, you let your energy linger for on for way too fucking long. And number four, you stop posting twice a day. Am I right? Facts. You know what the fuck you did wrong. You yeah. know what it is. So, dude, like, I'm going to talk about why each one of these things affected your income. 
Because if you're not tracking how many messages you're sending per day, you're just like the fucking fat loss client that isn't losing weight. But then they have two tablespoons of peanut butter someday and fucking six the other day. <laughs> and then the next day they skip breakfast. And then the next day they have A&W and they check in. They're like, yo, Devon, I don't know. And you're like, what do you mean you don't know? You fucking know. So that's number one, right? Not tracking. Number two is not sending messages. Like, bro, like everybody write this down. You're a relationship builder, okay? That's your job on social media. You're not a content creator. You're a relationship builder. If you ain't shaking hands and kissing babies, bro, you ain't going to sign clients. So your job every day is to shake some fucking hands and kiss some fucking babies. Every day, shaking hands and kissing babies. Just to say what's up every fucking day. I don't miss. You follow me on Instagram, I promise you. I'm going to fucking shake your hand. I'm going to kiss your baby every fucking day. (laughs) I don't fucking miss, bro. I don't fucking miss. All right? I don't miss. (sighs) That's your job. You need to do that every fucking day. You miss in your job. You miss showering every day. Guess what? You're going to smell like shit. You miss brushing your teeth. Your your breath's going to smell bad. You miss eating your fucking macros, you're going to get small like coal, all right? That's what fucking happens, all yeah. right? <laughs> Just fucking with you. Okay, yeah. so that's DMs. That's tracking. Let's talk about energy. You guys mm-hmm. imagine if I showed up to this fucking call and I was depressed because shit wasn't fucking working out for me and I gave you guys that fucking energy. Can you imagine if I fucking did that? Could you imagine? Fuck that. Can't play that game, bro. Uh-uh, you got to flip that switch every day. You're not flipping that switch. You're not fucking excited. You're not motivated. You're not fucking juiced up to get on your fucking sales calls. Your prospects get on the call and they're like, they sound, you sound like you're fucking dead. Like, I'm not buying off you. If I buy off you, am I going to be like you? No, thank you. Give them the fucking energy. Give them the passion, right? Every fucking day. Every no is one step close to a yes. Everybody write that in the fucking comments. When I'm getting Every bitch no. slapped with no's, when I'm getting bitch slapped with no's, I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Motherfuckers get me one step close to that yes. Bam. You don't, you can't let that shit linger, bro. It's not a fucking thing. We don't linger. And bro, not missing is not a fucking option. That's not an option. Okay. But like, but B, it was really hard to fucking post because I wasn't getting wins. That's why you should be posting more. Mm. Like motherfucker, I'm fucking in this shit. Success Mm. is the only fucking option. And so if I'm not getting enough sales opportunities, like I will be doubling the fuck down. Mm. That is the fucking mindset. So it's like, when you get backed against the wall, uh, can I fucking give you some tough love? Just get it. Okay. Like, life just fucking kicks you in the dick, right? Backs you against the wall, gives you a shitty January. And you showed up as a lower level version of yourself. Mm-hmm. That was what came out of you. Now, you get to decide if that's how you're going to show up in February. Are you going to bring that same fucking energy, that half-ass energy into February? Or am I going to see full-ass Devon? You get to decide, bro. This is your fucking business. I'm just here to hold up a mirror. Okay, you showed up with half-ass energy in January. Now you get to decide if you're going to do that in February or if you're going to go full-ass. By the way, bro, if I went one for eight, every fucking day I'd be getting on a role-play call until I started going four for five. Every day. Every Mm -hmm. fucking day. If I went one for eight, you bet your ass I'd be doing it every day. That's your fucking money, dog. That's your fucking rent. That's your travel money. Like That's like, you got to take that shit seriously, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Half-ass February, full-ass February. You fucking decide. Definitely full. All right. Fucking show me. Yeah. I'm definitely down to do a role play if anyone's down to do a role play. So if anyone in the chat, I'll definitely connect with you guys. I want to see full-ass February. Everybody write that in the chat. Hashtag full-ass February. Everybody. Hashtag full-ass February. Also, you, Devon, make a fucking post. Make a commitment. Half-ass Devon's dead. He fucking died in January. This is full-ass February, bro. Show me. Let's go. I got you. All right. Bet. Who's up next, Cole?
That was fucking great. Joseph, what's up, G? I was fire. If I buy off you, am I going to be like you? I fucking like that. Slap the <laughs> fuck out all y'all motherfuckers, dude. I like that. I wrote that down. Y'all are ready for a tough love bitch slap in a minute. Go ahead, Joseph. Yo, what's going on? I feel like I just got, I just like, that was at me right now. So that was super valuable. My question is about DMs. So I went through a, like a 30-day DM challenge where I finally got out of my own fucking way and was sending 20 DMs, which was ideal for me. Like I felt like I could commit to that and I did. And I got three new clients out of that and I got on five calls. So I guess I went three for five. My question is about like tracking. Is there like any specific way I should track messages or I should track leads or anything like that? Because I don't really know if those numbers are good necessarily. I guess three for five, 60% is pretty cool. I've never really broken that down, but I'm just curious on how I should go about tracking my leads. Do whatever works for you. That's all I'm going to say. Do whatever works for you. Guys, there's so many different apps and ways that you could track leads. You can do pen and paper. You could do Excel sheets. You can do different fucking AI plugins, different softwares. I'm sure there's a bunch that we could fucking name right now. But if it does not align with you as an individual, you're not going to utilize it. All right. I'll give you the best example ever. Mine and Brian's entire team operates under Slack. Brian, when's the last time you opened up Slack? I don't have a Slack. Exactly. Neither do I. Because I fucking hate that stupid app and our team runs it and then they tell us what to do. Because if it doesn't work for us, we don't open it. Feel me? Here's what I will tell you. If you're a new online coach, these are the only numbers that you need to track. Number one, how many messages are you sending per day? You don't need to write down their fucking Instagram username, okay? But how many messages are you sending per day? Number two, how many phone calls are you booking per week? Number three, how many of those phone calls actually showed up? Book four, three showed up. Book four, one showed up. That's a fucking problem. We got to fix that. Number five, how many phone calls that showed up did you close? And I'm going to give you some targets as well. You should be aiming for, you will have a five to $10,000 a month business if you can book five calls a week and close three of them. That's a five to 10K a month business. And you're working towards that. So if right now you're booking two calls a week and you're closing one, you're fucking on the way. Booking one call a week, you're closing one, you're on the way. But your goal is to get it up to two calls a week. And wherever you're at, your goal is to expand your capacity. Does that make sense? So if you're only booking one call a week, then you shouldn't be trying to book five calls a week because you're going to be banging your head against the fucking wall. But if you're booking one call a week, your goal should be to book two calls a week because that's growth. Make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. So the only numbers you should be tracking are DMs, calls booked, calls showed up, calls closed, period. Yeah. Everything else is just noise at that level. Once you get to higher levels, it's there's a lot more that you can track. But for now, you guys don't need to be tracking anything other than that. Okay, cool. That makes sense. And just, I guess when it comes down to like the pitch and stuff, it would, would you still encourage just for like monthly getting that reoccurring up? What's your income at right now? I'm currently at 1200 recurring and I have closed PIFs. I've been trying to chase PIFs, I guess. And I guess that's why I feel like I'm constantly trying to figure out what I need to do better. Everybody write this down. Your monthly income should cover your base monthly expenses. Recurring income, that's the first target you should aim for. Is like my recurring income covers my base monthly expenses. Yeah, that's target number one. If you don't have target number one every month, you're going to be fucking stressing. That How many of you guys have ever felt that? Bible of the past. It was base monthly expenses. And then I plus $2,000 just in case you had anything inflate. Um, let's say groceries got more expensive, a little bit of play money. Like this way, you guys were able to do something. And then no matter what, you were good if anything fucking crashed in your business that month. Yeah, my man, Danny said, feeling that stress right now, 100%. Because Danny, you made fucking five grand in the first month. But if a lot of that came paid in full, Right. It's like we're like, oh shit, we're rich. We're fucking rich. And then we start spending money. We're like, oh wait, we ain't, we ain't rich yet. So it's like we got to get that recurring up. Hence why also the entire month of the CLA, the 10K Mastermind, the Million Dollar Mastermind is 
financial literacy because I need to teach you guys how to not spend your entire fucking paycheck when you make <laughs> five grand because you didn't make five grand, homie. You only made thousand because of taxes and rent and everything else. We got to teach you guys to not just blow your cash. I get it dumb. though. We get it. We get we it. We get it. Trust me. We were dumbasses too. Like yes. we were. If it wasn't for Julia, we'd still be dumbasses. Julia is, cool. is the fucking safe between mine and Brian's bank accounts and death. That's literally yeah. the fucking thing. Okay. All right. We up. Who's next? Vladimir. What up, Yo, King? The kettlebell king. What up, I'll G? Go, out here, all good, all good. Not fucking missing. I'm on a fucking streak, which is getting all my um, non-negotiables. I'm trying to get more structure on my on my content. I'm switching to seven days a week. My question is, how much of each day, I guess, should I post proof, value, connection? I post Mondays, a proof, all, the, all Mondays. And then the rest is like kind of like half value, half uh, connection. Sounds good okay. to me. Yeah, dude, I think so. Yeah, number one, yeah, I agree. Cool. Sounds good to me. If you're going to do seven days a week, make sure you do more content you like. Otherwise, you're not going to like doing content. Mm -hmm. So what kind of content do you enjoy producing the most? So probably fitness. So I, right now I have form fitness. Then it's like a fitness workout. And then the third value is like a nutritional one. Okay, so cool. So do the one that you like the most more. That will make your content creation process easy. Because then you don't have to double think. You don't have to overthink. And it's easy for you to create. So if I need to create more content, I do the content that I like doing more. All right. Sounds good. In terms of you're getting a lot of inbounds, your clients are good right now. Like you're getting more leads. Everything's good. It's slowly growing, planting a lot of seeds, close to client last week, have a call, had a call on Monday, should be close on Friday. And, uh, but yeah, just slowly I'm sending 30 DMs out. I'm on like cool. date right now, not missing and just cool. keep steady. I'm hype. I'm trying to go see you guys over there in Canada. I looked up where the hell that shit was. I'm like, God damn. You're on the path, bro. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. I see your Instagram growing. Client base is growing. You're good. Keep going. All right, man. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Show me. Marilyn, camera on. Marilyn Molina. Hello. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, she's like, don't fucking <laughs> yeah, go no. past me. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you guys. This is my first time like actually speaking, but I've been coming to the calls. But I just wanted to kind of tell you what's going on with me and and just get some feedback because I think a lot of things right now are, I, there's a lot of transitions going on. Okay. So I did have like an in-person boot camp with majority were moms and I had it at a gym where I would rent it out monthly rent, but then they just increased it. And I just felt like it was my time to get out and go like full time online just because I didn't see myself doing that like long term. Mm. And so I was just like, okay, this is my time to let it go. And so I just made the decision last week, told the ladies, it's about 20 ladies. And it's been like a really good community because we could bring our kids and like, it's kind of brought up also like a lot of, I guess, like social media awareness for me through them. And, uh, and so that's one. The other one is also, I had, I have two part-time jobs. One of them is also, I think it's going to be done this month as well, because they're just not doing well. So that's going to be done with me. I'm a mom, full-time mom as well. I have two kids. I homeschool one of my kids. And so I'm super busy. And like, I started the CLA, I think it was last year, summer. And I'm recurring right now. I'm making like 2,500, which, and I haven't been consistent, like posting or any of that. I'm just like trying the best that I can. But now that I feel like things are off my plate, I'm like, this is what I know I want to do. And I see potential like scaling my business. My husband has like a stable, like in-person um, training. But I want, I've been wanting to do online training. I was just kind of scared to start. And then I found you, Brian. And I'm still feeling a little bit scared to go like all in because I'm like, okay, what if I just find another job and like, you know, do this kind of like on the side. But then I, it's, there's something telling me like, 
just go all in because I know it's kind of like what I want to do. Or I know it's what I want to do. It's just like that fear of like, what if like it doesn't work, I guess. So I'm just here to tell you how I'm feeling and see if there's any suggestions or feedback you can give me. Oh, you want me to go? Uh, No, I definitely want to go on this one. So first and foremost, (laughs) when it comes down to it, you need to understand that you're choosing to let it fail by not trying and then seeing Mm -hmm. if you could stop it from failing. Does that make sense? So it's like, we usually end up getting stuck in this scarcity mode, guys, this freeze mode where we're like, well, if we commit to this and it fails, that means that like, I'm a fuck up. Like I didn't do what I said I was going to do. When in reality, that's 100% bullshit. You're not a fuck up. You're a fucking winner. You're choosing to do something that is hard. And if it fails, you just got to pick it back up and try again. Because right now we're choosing not to go in the pool, even though you want to go to go for a swim incredibly badly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Now, with yeah, that, that being said, sense. when you do commit, you got to commit 100%. And there is something that you said that I want to touch on. And this is good for everybody who's listening right now, either live on the replay. You don't have free time. You see, you're transitioning out of these part-time jobs, right? You want to yeah. make this online thing work. That means every fucking moment that was allotted to those other jobs goes towards online work. You don't have free time. And that's how you're going to actually make this happen. The reason why a lot of you guys fail in the transition from in-person or nine to five to entrepreneurship is you go, okay, well, I had eight hours of work here and I was only giving two hours of work online before. So I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to put six hours here. What the fuck happened in the other four hours? Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we only working six when you used to work 10? So let's take all the time from the part-time job you're quitting that you're letting go. All right, all the time from the in-person shit that you're letting go of. And we need to do a lot, all of that to online. And we need to understand that right now, you said you have a fear of failing. You are choosing to fail by not taking action in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's terrifying because what you're doing is you're betting on yourself. And if you bet on yourself and you fuck up, that means you feel like you're exposing yourself to the world in a vulnerable way. And then people are going to have an opinion on you. When in reality, understand that this comes with love. No one gives a fuck. No one cares, guys. Mm-hmm. Like no one gives a shit if you fucking fail in business. No one cares if you fail the rep at the gym. No one gives a fuck if you're super successful, if you're not. There's people who don't even know who Tony Robbins is. He's the biggest motivational, inspirational business person in the entire world because people are just in their own lane. They're doing their own thing. So you just got to bet on yourself, all right? And believe in yourself, feel me? So two things. One, Nikki Korak, are you on my call? Nikki Korak? I think so. I saw that fucking name Is that fucking Nikki Korak? Are you there? Is that Nikki? Is that actually Nikki? Nikki's one of our OG clients. So that's number one. This is a complete and total side note. Question, how many hours are you working per month right now? On your business, Marilyn. How many hours per week? Per week? Yeah, be honest. And you, oh. if it's not a lot, you can be honest. I just want to know for sure. Yeah, per week, probably, I would say five to eight hours per week. Okay, so let's just say six, somewhere in the middle. So it's going to do six times four weeks, right? So 24 hours, right? So you're making $2,500 recurring right now from your business divided by 24. So you're making $104 an hour from your online coaching business. Question, is there any jobs that you could land right now that would pay you $104 an hour? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. can find a job that could pay you over $100 an hour, I'm sure. Go get another job. But I want this to be painful, so I'm going to say something. If you're going to find another job that pays you $25 an hour and you accept that job, I want you to know that you're getting paid $75 less per hour than you're worth. Every time that you're at that job, I want you to be like, damn, I could be making $100 an hour right now. Shit. That's so true. Yeah. And I like took action and I was like, okay, well, let me, but I have a 14 day challenge. Um, it's full now. And I have four calls booked for this week. One wasn't a good fit. She didn't have a job or, and all that, but I have three more to tomorrow and then one on Friday. So, cool. Well, thank you, you, have, guys. you have your answer. Yeah. 
Thank you. You're welcome. We got you. That wasn't Nikki Cork. That was Nicole Roberts. Ah, touche. <laughs> I see it. Whatever. It's all good. KC, what's, what's up? You? Tell Nikki we Hello. say hi. Tell Nikki we thought we thought it was her. Hi, Casey. Hi. So make it quick because you guys kind of answered my questions and I also found them in the units. I am not a parent. However, I have recently become a step-in parent, uh, not step-parent, but my cousin has uh, recently gone to treatment, rehab, and I have taken on her seven-year-old daughter. So I'm re-watching the parenting module because I kind of was like, I'll just take notes. It's fine. Now it's super important. So that's fun. I was going to ask if there's any tips from anybody in here, if they can hit me up with like how to manage building a business and children, like outside of the module, just kind of things, tips or tricks or mindset habits that you've gotten into to help you not lose your fucking mind. Question I did have though, was how to deal with somebody who you've been giving free advice and free value and like tips and whatever they are an acquaintance, I would say, but not a friend, but I've known them for years. She booked a call with me and then canceled the call 10 minutes before because her neighbors had something happen with their house, some water main break. And so I was like, okay, well, let's rebook for tomorrow. And she's like, yeah, sure. Sent her the link. She saw it. Nothing. It's been a week. I've been in contact, like asking her, yeah, yeah, I'll rebook. Yeah, I'll rebook. And then yesterday she like went off and said that she, asked me for help and I wasn't able to hold her accountable and now she's found somebody else and it's like but I've been helping you and I booked a call with you you canceled it I didn't say any of this of course I was like I just kind of let it go I was like okay I hope you reach your goals basically I was like smiling face but in my head I'm like you let this call go and then now I'm trying to get you to rebook and you told me that I'm not helping you and I'm trying to help you I don't know how to handle those people I'll tell you how I handle them. I tell them the fucking truth. Okay. You just told us the truth. Yeah. So like, can I be direct with you, Casey? Because we've been friends for a long time. Absolutely. If you gave me that bullshit, I would tell you exactly what the fuck was on my mind. I'd be like, okay, (laughs) hold on. So you're telling me that we booked a call. You canceled. I tried to rebook and you're upset because I didn't hold you accountable. Is that, I just want to make sure that that's what's happening here. Right. And she'd be like, yeah, but I completely respect that you hired another coach. But I want you to know that I did my very best to try to hold you accountable to your goals, but you canceled last minute and there's nothing I can do about that. I hope you have a nice day. Fuck that. I'm not okay. going to leave without holding up a fucking I'm not gonna block you on social. Media. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Okay. Also, also, this is advice for any of you guys that are coaching friends slash acquaintances. This is the language, okay? Casey, I, I got a quick question for you. Are you, uh, do you just want a little bit of free advice or do you actually want to transform your fucking life? Yeah. And when they accept that frame they want to transform their life, then that's the frame that we're running with. Because then when they cancel that call last minute, 10 minutes before, the voice started sending is like, hey, you said you wanted to transform your fucking life. So like, let's do this call like 30 minutes from now. I'm going to call you in 30 minutes. Answer my fucking call. It's a different frame, right? Versus like, if it's like, we're friends. Oh, we're friends. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't make the call in 30 minutes, but we can catch up later, buddy. It's a different frame. Yeah. Honestly, I'm very direct. Like if you talk to anybody that knows me, in my circle, they're like, she's pretty straightforward, doesn't beat around the bush. And I don't know if it's because of like conditioning growing up that, that I was told it was too much. So I do it to the people that I love, but like to say it to someone else, that's not direct because I don't want to damage my reputation that I don't have yet because I'm this big. Guess what? You already fucking damaged it because she thinks you didn't fucking help her, right? Dude, that's the thing. No matter what you do, people are going to talk shit. So you may as well just be your fucking self. Yeah. 
Because she's going to go tell somebody, well, I fucking was going to work with Casey and she didn't fucking do anything for me. So you may as well be like, listen here, okay? I fucking tried to book a call with you, lady, and you canceled. That's on you. I'd love to help you. If you ever get serious about your goals and this fucking coach that you hired doesn't fucking work, which you're not going to because they probably suck and they're not me. Just don't, don't say that. But I'd love to help you. When you get serious about your goals, reach out and let's have a conversation. Okay. I hear you. I get it. I understand. I have a big heart. I don't like when people don't like me either. And I spent literally years, Casey, in Calgary trying to get people to like me. And when somebody didn't like me at Aesthetic Nation, I was like, let's fucking go above and beyond. And let's like try to build a relationship with this person. And now I'm just like, fuck you. Okay. I know who I am. I'm a nice person. I give value. Right. I try my best. I do my very best. Not everyone's going to like me. That's fucking fine. You don't like fucking Oreos. You like fucking vanilla ice cream, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But like, I'm going to show up as myself and you can either like it or not. But like, mm -hmm. don't dilute yourself because you're afraid of another person's opinion. Mm -hmm. Say what the fuck's on your mind. Yeah, I was afraid of that, but figured I would ask. And I think that's all I needed to just get what needs got, to be said now. Cole's got something to say and to you too. Fuck anybody that can't take it. So. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> like, girl, come on. Just look at me. All right. <laughs> You know how many fucking people hate my goddamn guts because I say exactly what's on my mind? But right? I love that. You'll never damage your reputation because the people who fuck with you and that are meant to fuck with you will love you for who you are. There's a lot of people that cannot handle me, right? A lot of people. Why? Not because I'm rude, but because they don't understand how to deal with their insecurities. They're not solid and they're fucking liars. Why do you guys think me and Brian are fucking such good friends? Because he stands on his core values and his word is his bond. So if he says something around me, all right, he does it. And we check each other on each other's bullshit. We're able to deal with it. If I have a random person around me and they say some dumb shit, I check them within 30 fucking seconds. And if they're not good on their core values or principles, they can't deal with it. So they're like, I'm fucking out. I only have a select group of friends because I only associate myself with individuals who play at this level, all right? When people actually want to improve, they open up to the truth that is need to be heard, True. right? You're yes. never gonna damage your reputation ever because the people who fuck with you We'll fuck with the way that you deliver it across the board. Okay. okay. Yes. Facts. Now, when it comes okay. to the parenting thing, all right, there's a lot of people that are going to have different advice in this community. I saw a couple of mothers, right, in here that have been doing this by themselves. If you guys could reach out to Casey afterwards and give her some advice personally, that would be absolutely amazing. I know, Justin, you fucking piped in, you got four kids, but again, your wife is doing most, most of the helping right now, but the kids while you're working, same thing with me. All right. My advice would get help. I get fucking help. Okay. If it wasn't for Julia, I wouldn't be able to do as many calls as I do. Now, the reason why I have breaks in my calendar is so I can go take support and support her throughout the day as well. But I also made sure that I hired a nanny. Unfortunately, she's on vacation. Why? Not because we needed one, but because I wanted to give Julia freedom again. Right. And because I'm not willing to distract slash take away from the life that I'm currently creating. All right. So we hired a nanny. It was four hours, three times a week just to give her freedom to go fucking do whatever she wants to do. Go to the mall, fucking go to the gym, do whatever she needs to do. All right. Mm -hmm. So she can get out of the fucking house while I'm down here working with you guys, doing calls for you guys, running the business that is giving us the beautiful life that we are living. All right. Don't let any fucking parent make you feel bad for hiring help. If they fucking make you feel bad, tell them to go suck a dick. Right. Like the reason why we are living the life we are living is so we can live our lives on our terms, period. All right. Now, again, planning, schedules, calendar breakdowns. They're all commenting below. Every parent in here will tell you plans is something done to. My calendar is 100% dissected from 3 p.m. till 7 p.m. around all of the work I need to do, time that needs to be spent, time that I need to be upstairs to help Julia with Cade, and then different breaks to make sure that my son sees my face mm -hmm. and knows who I am. It's like all dissected on my yeah. calendar. Okay, so yeah. you feel me? 
And I'm doing that. I'm doing that with my calendar, but it's as it's shifting. So I'm getting clients now. So I'm going from just doing the units and doing like the building part to also servicing clients yeah. and doing that. And then this got thrown in. So I'm like, okay, now the schedule has to shift. The gym's got to move. Yep. Why you driving across the city? Like, <laughs> I wake up at 3 a.m. I go to bed between 9 and 10. The reason yeah. why is because Kate doesn't wake up until 7. So yeah. I'm able to get my workout done, my boxing done, my morning routine done, and I'm back at the house before Kate opens his eyes. And then I get to spend 30 minutes with him and Julia before I need to get ready for my first call. Then I work throughout the day and I spend multiple times with Kate and Julia throughout the day. And then I put him to bed every day with Julia at night and I brush his teeth. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's like my fucking dad moment. <laughs> I get to brush his teeth at night. We put him to bed and then I spend two to three hours with Julia pouring into her. And then I go to bed at nine to 10. And that is why I only sleep four to six hours a night, I could sleep longer. But if I sleep, I take away from my son and my wife. I'm not willing to do it. But even throughout your day, you're saying that you're still filling your cup bits yep. at a time. Anytime so that like I have like five, 10 minutes between calls, I'm upstairs and I go say hi. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the night, you're not like into your computer at 10 o'clock at night. You're spending time with your wife, filling your cup and filling her cup and filling the family so that it gives back. Okay. Yes. Got you. Justin, what up? <laughs> oh, is it Justin or Cameron? Okay, sorry. Cameron, sorry. What's up, guys? Hey, how are y'all? <laughs> we fucked up. Go ahead. You're first. Go ahead. Go ahead, Cameron. You're sorry. Fine. You got to turn your camera on, bro. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, is it Justin, not your on? turn. Justin first okay. and then Cameron. What's up, Justin? How you doing, bro? Hey, brother. How are you, man? Doing fucking great. Congratulations hey. on all your success. Fucking crushing oh, it in man. the first 60 days in the academy, hey? Hey, you guys have been incredible as far as the, uh, the value that you provided. Hey, listen. So, Basically, my question is based on TikTok. So I do lives. I go live twice every single day of the week. So I'm trying to figure out what a good structure is for the live sessions. Each one is about 90 minutes. So as I've been going, they've kind of, I'm not going to say they've dwindled out, but it's just there is really no structure involved. So I don't know if, if there's something I should be uh, looking into and laying out. Basically, it's just been a community of like-minded uh, guys that stop by. Random people will come in, you know, I'll, I'll do my pitch, a soft pitch throughout the process. And I'm able to get five to 10 uh, warm leads per day, which has really been the success of January and the beginning of February. So I'm just trying to optimize that and really capitalize, uh, you know, and maybe double that this month. First and foremost, keep doing what you're fucking doing, because if you're getting five to 10 warm leads per live stream, keep doing that across the board. Now, if it is dwindling down, that means you're not giving enough value or keeping people entertained. So you just okay. got to talk to them more. All right. The hack with TikTok Live, guys. And by the way, TikTok Live is different than every other fucking live platform, period. So you cannot treat it the same. TikTok Live yeah. is like spammy as fuck. People are trying to get gifts. They're trying to do games. They're trying to play games with other people. So ask yeah. yourself, how can I make this the most interactive and as entertaining as possible? Guys, to let you know, I built my TikTok up to 300,000 followers back in the day while I was living in Cochrane. And while I was training in my basement because the gyms are closed due to the vid, I would go live every single fucking day at the same time for the hour and a half I was training. I would talk to them on my live in between sets and I'd break that down. And then I would do an open q and I'd answer people's questions, pull them up on the live stream. So answer their questions interactively. It's just how can you keep it interactive? Feel me? Chris, there you go. Chris Kowalski was on those live streams. There we go. Back when Cole would get banned for playing music on live daily. Exactly. I got banned every day. Okay, nice, nice. I, I really appreciate that. I would say do so double down on what's working. And then if you wanted to yeah. add some structure, you could have like, um, you could be like, maybe have a whiteboard or like an easel behind you. And you could be like, okay. all right, guys, we're going to be talking about five different things today. We're talking about fucking mindset. We're talking nutrition. We're talking training. Yeah. We're going to be talking fat loss. 
We're going to be talking being a father. All right. Nice. So as you guys are tuning in, blah, 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 blah. So like one live stream could just be a Q&A and the other one could be like structured where you have five to seven to 10 things you're talking about. And then you have it on the whiteboard or an easel. And then you're just pointing so that everybody that's tuning in knows that if they stick around, they get to learn about all of it. And right now you're talking about nutrition. So right now we're talking about this. And you're just circling, yeah. they're just rambling about it, talking about it, people asking you questions, you're engaging, blah, blah, blah. Then you move on to the next topic. And then people that are tuning in, if you're just tuning in, just letting you know, talking about seven things today. Right now we're focused on nutrition. It's almost like then there's incentivized to stick around for a little bit longer. But I would have one where it's just a Q&A, and I'd have one maybe where you structure and add a little bit of that. Okay, absolutely. Perfect. Last thing, and I do respect your time. Hey, so for February cancellations, you know every February we're going to have people that want to retreat back to the recliner or the couch or the comfort zone. And it's hard for me to see, but it has happened this past week. So what is your go-to on how to kind of reframe them quickly? Get them on a call. Totally understand you're, uh, you're struggling right now. You know, I definitely want to meet you where you're at and hear you out. So let's set up a quick 15-minute chat. You can tell me what's going on and I can, you know, we can figure out a plan from there. Perfect. Okay. And then on that call, what you're going to do is you're going to hear them out, like hear them out, listen to them, and then you're going to just remind them of their goals. Listen, Justin, when you signed up with me, you told me you needed to lose 35 pounds because you couldn't, see your, you couldn't see your feet anymore. You told me that you didn't have the breath to walk up the stairs. And you told me that you've been putting this off for the last five years. I get it. It's hard. January rolls around, motivation goes away. I understand. Yeah. But what if this goes on for the next three years? You gain another 50 pounds and now you can't walk up the stairs or play with your kids. Where are you going to be at then? You already started, bro. You're already in the fucking game. You just got to get off the bench and keep playing. Let's That's fucking it. rally. Let's get back in there. Come on. Bum slap. Let's go. That's it. Okay. Very yeah. nice. I appreciate that, guys. Cool, brother. Dude, again, That's congratulations it. on all of your success. I'm watching you rise in the onboarding in the CLA. It's really cool to watch. So keep it up. I see you. I appreciate you. Just Thank so you everybody on the podcast knows, uh, what's your results been in the first 60 days of the program? So I, it's been 11,000 for the month of January. I did $500 in December total, $500 <laughs> in December. And then I hit 11K in January and just, I mean, I went balls to the wall and, you know, not only has CLA been, been beneficial, but the podcast has just been killing it. So, you know, between those two, you guys have really helped out a lot. Boom. Oh yeah. To say, Good job, bro. to say the least. Fuck yes. So I'm proud of you. That's fucking gangster. On way to our first six-figure year, and it's one month That's into the it. year. It's happening. Non-negotiable. Let's I like it. it. I like yeah. it, brother. Cameron, what up? Hey, boys. How you going? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Cool. Just a quick one. So I've got some private sessions face-to-face that have canceled, and I've got, like, I can replace them. I've got a waiting list of people, but I'm sort of thinking, I've got Brian in my head going, you know, use that time, don't replace them and go sort of heavier into the online if that's the transition you want to make. Yep. But then in the context of like money mindset with coal, I'm going, do I just fill those spots, make that cash and take a little bit more time to grow the online side? You got a wait list of people waiting for in-person, correct? Yeah, correct. So why don't you just sell them online? They're very different clients, mate. I find like the my online clients, that, you know, they're already training, they just don't know what they're doing. So they, uh, that's why I enjoy them because they're far more motivated. Whereas the inline, uh, the face-to-face, it's a lot more rehab clients that I'm fixing their bodies after they've trashed it or they're really insecure. So I've got a private facility and they like being in there. So it's sort of an easy pill, but they're, they're very different clients. The, the, the face-to-face guys, wouldn't go for that and they're sort of a high, different price point as well i disagree you have no idea what they would go for unless you pitch them and this is the thing like 
me and Brian are the exact same. Pu- the only reason I'd push back on that is because I've got 12 years of doing that sort of people and the clients I'm training online vastly different in their mindset and everything. Like there's some of these people, you know, that I'm training face-to-face have never played sport mm. in their entire childhood and they're coming to me at their 50 years of age. They've done fucking nothing. And walking into my gym is the first time they've stepped through and they've even if I could get them online, that would probably isn't a client I'd want to try. Can, can I ask you what's your what's the majority of your income coming from right now? Like, give me like you don't have to give me specific numbers, but like oh, definitely, 70%. definitely the gym. No, no, definitely the gym. Definitely the gym. Okay, definitely cool. Definitely the gym. Oh, ninety-eight percent. And do you want it? Do you want to go the online? Last week. Do you want to go the online? Yeah, man, I'd like to trans. Yeah, I'd like to transition across. Sort of, I've got a five-year plan. And once yep. I'm making as much as I am face-to-face, uh, sorry, online as I'm face-to-face, I'll just close the gym and fucking leave so, Australia or leave so Sydney what, anyway. So number one, you should try to build a relationship with Patrick Hong because that's exactly what he did. And now he's making $70,000 a month traveling the world, Aussie boy. But what I would do if I was in your position, bro, is I don't think you're in a position to go all in, but I would be in a position to transition. And so let's say five spots just opened up on your in-person roster. I would fill two of them. And then I would try to fill the remaining income with online. And that extra time yep. I'd be spending online content, lead gen, marketing, studying, right? Like you just signed your first paid in full last week, which tells you that there's money there, but it's going to take time to build your content, your social media, your lead yep. gen, et cetera. So let's fill those instead of five spots. Let's fill two with those extra three. Let's spend that time building our online business. So I would, I wouldn't say you're in a position to go all in or all out, especially if it's 98 to two, I would be trying to slowly replace my income. I'd be like moving this income down and I'd be moving this income up slowly over time. Well, Cole, you agree, man? Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly what I would do. Cause again, I, I want you to make that money. And that's where that, like that dog mentality comes in and filling the appointments. But like, I also want you to keep free time because the potential you have, if you have 12 years experience in the industry for online is disgusting and we could supplement and just like blow you up in the online space, but you're going to have to give yourself time to grow. So go get it done. I see you. Yeah. Copy. Thanks boys. Thank you for coming. Sammy, go ahead. What up, guys? How are you doing? Best day ever. How are you? I fucking love that. All right. I got some real shit to talk about with you guys, okay? So I'm in a position right now where I have been dating my partner for three years. And when we first started dating, fitness was something we both loved tremendously, which is why we ended up getting together. And we moved out very, very early on when my parents kicked me out, his parents kicked me out. So we've been through a lot. And this is now going to be the sixth month that I have paid all of the bills. And that wasn't something that like we had agreed to our entire relationship. But he's been really struggling. And he decided in December that he wanted to go into the army. So I was like, literally all of January, we were having all these very serious conversations as if he was going to be leaving for boot camp he was going to be joining and then now he decided he doesn't want to and he wants to like he doesn't know what he wants to do and I'm really struggling because you know I came to Kelowna with you guys and I saw what the fuck I want and my vision is like so big and I came home and I was like you need like you're not enough for me right now and I said that to his face (laughs) and we've had a lot of hard conversations and I just kind of wanted to know like if you guys have ever been in a position where like you know that the other person just needs that time to grow. But I'm struggling because I'm like, I'm trying to create my vision here. I'm trying to create my business and really have a future for myself. And he doesn't know what he wants. So it's like, I feel like I'm in this in-between of like, I want to be super understanding. I want to be a good partner, but I'm getting like 
very fucking frustrated and i noticed that it's it's just really affecting my energy and it's not something that i like so mm. yeah so i'll just give you my opinion and first and foremost i'm going to preface this with brian and myself are not relationship coaches so if anything happens in your guys relationships yeah. you cannot blame us in the future so listen <laughs> i'm gonna keep this very straight to you because me and brian have two different situations all right curse is a high level entrepreneur julia does not like entrepreneurship okay she's not in that fucking mm -hmm. realm so my question to you, and you don't need to answer this right now, I'd rather you actually look internally, is why do you need them on the same path as you wanting growth and exactly what they want in life, instead of just loving them for who they are? Because it sounds to me like you aren't loving him for who he is based off of the representation of core values and principles he's operating from, right? Like Julia is not an entrepreneur, and I don't give mm -hmm. a fuck if she ever wanted to start a business or do anything. Now, the reason why I love her is due to her core values and her principles, what she represents. Before I even met her, not only was she a civil engineer and had her entire engineering degree, but on top of that as well, she was a Red Seal hairstylist, went through her entire apprenticeship and did all of that shit. Then when she stopped engineering, she became a fitness coach and got three certifications and became high level like that. I love her tenacity and everything that she represents, but she doesn't want to do any of that, any of that shit anymore. We had a, a very intense conversation. It took every fiber of her being to literally look at me and be like, I want to be a mom. She's like, I've literally thought about this since I was a fucking kid. Like, I want to do this. And there's a lot of things that we're going to start together in the future, but that's not the main priority. And I never need her to do that because I love her for who she is. Now, you need to ask yourself, do I love him for who he is? The answer is no. Then you know what you need to do. Because if the only reason why you want to, quote unquote, stay with him is if he finds a future and goes and gets a job or figures out something else, sounds like you're not going to be satisfied for a while because you cannot force an individual to become something that they don't want to be. Yeah, I think it's that, like, my mom, she was a single mom, and she, like, did everything to take care of us, and my stepdad came in, like, when I was, like, six, and he never worked, so, you know, I've had multiple people in my family be, like, you're in the same situation that she was my whole life, and I want to be that person that is, like, no, he doesn't need to know what he wants, like, I want to be a newer, but I'm holding so much resentment because it's putting so much pressure on me to, like, pay all these bills and take care of him buy his groceries and I'm noticing that I'm like resenting him and it's bringing a lot of like resentment into my business because of that and I get it so 100 percent yeah I'm gonna say I have a bit of a controversial opinion because Cole and I are in very different situations we're talking about masculine and feminine energy here like you're the yeah. man in the relationship mm -hmm. period and the reason you're not I'm not trying to be rude the reason you're not attracted to your man yeah. right now is because you're the man in the relationship you're paying the fucking bills. You're running the fucking business. You're taking care mm -hmm. of the house. And he's like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, you're the man in the fucking relationship. And he is the woman in the relationship. That's just the truth. I'm not trying to be rude. Masculine and feminine energy are very different. Masculine is very like yeah. running shit, leading the house, direct. This is where we're going. Follow my lead. We're fucking, I'm taking you. I'm taking care of you, babe. I fucking got you. And women is feminine, flow, grace, like presence, happiness, joy, love. It's not like we're going this way and fucking, you know, that's why like you, man and woman sits down to watch TV. Man's like, let's watch this fucking movie. This is great. And she's like, well, I don't know. You know, I want to like, let's check around and see some movie titles. Very different energies. You're the man in the relationship. That's why you're not attracted. And so you need to make a decision and like, do you want to date a feminine man or do you want to be with a masculine man? If the answer is that you want to be with a masculine man, then there's two options. He becomes the man, which like you can't make somebody grow guys. No. And like, I'm going to say another thing that's like super direct. You're very young. You're still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. right? You are a young lady mm -hmm. and you've been with the same partner for three years. So it would make sense. You're like, well, maybe I'm supposed to be with this partner for the rest of my life. I don't fucking know. Maybe, maybe not. You're young. Who fucking knows? 
that you are fucking young. Mm-hmm. But what I'm mm-hmm. what I'm telling you is that the feelings that you're feeling right now are resistance to the relationship because it sounds to me like you know that you're the man in a relationship and you're like demanding that he step into his masculine. I demand to me step that, into your masculine. Like Sounds to me like you want to be feminine, but you're scared to because you don't have a masculine fucking presence around you. And that's the terrifying thing. That's every woman. That's every. It's like Kirsten had like a very hard time surrendering into a feminine because every guy she ever dated, she paid for their shit. They lived in their fucking house. It's like, that's just what she was. She was a fucking bad B. She took care of everything. Yeah. So it's like, you need to decide if this is a relationship that fulfills you. Like, Are you happy in this relationship? Because if you're happy, keep doing what you're doing. But like, mm-hmm. it sounds to me like there's something inside of you. You're like, I don't want to be the man in the relationship. I'd rather be more feminine in the relationship. But right now, you're paying the fucking bills. You're paying the mortgage. You're taking care of your business. You've got a purpose. You've got a vision. You're on path. All masculine energy traits. And he doesn't have any of that. And so you mm-hmm. are acting as the man in the relationship. And also the woman, because you're a fucking woman. And you're carrying both. You're, like, you're wearing both hats in the relationship. And it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah that's exactly how i feel no it makes so much sense it makes so much sense and i came home and i had all these hard conversations with him and i showed him your guys content and i was like look this is the level i want i want us to be a team no and stop I stop I stop like- stop stop don't show him other men tell him what you need this okay. is the thing it's like I heard uh, a statement the other day on a fucking podcast. I don't remember which one it was I shared with you guys. It was actually Noah. Never mind. I remember it was Noah and my girl Claude. They're a fucking partner. And there was a fucking girl complaining about this. And Claude's advice literally was verbatim. Bully him. I'm not joking. Bully him. All right. When a man gets a little bit of fucking fat on his lower stomach and the girl goes, oh, babe, you're putting on a little bit of fat there and pinches it. I promise you that guy gets shredded the next year. Okay. We step the fuck up. All right. Speak your fucking mind. Stop with like the spirituality, hard conversations and showing stuff with the motivation. Like we could be here and be like, this is what I fucking need. Guys, I'll I'll be honest. Kirsten and I have had many of those conversations. You guys see mine and Kirsten's relationship now. We're like, we're Gucci. But we've had many conversations where she's like, if you go and party again, we're fucking done. Mm -hmm. Like those conversations need to fucking happen. Oh, look at fucking Chris right there. My I girl pointed out. out that I got love handles, and for the first time in my life, I got down to 6% body fat that summer. Yep. yep. There we go. Wow. All right. Thank you, guys. I feel like I just needed, like, a push to, like, go have that. So Caveat. <laughs> we are not relationship coaches. Just going to add that caveat at the yeah. end there. We already said it. Yep. Not at Perfect. all. Not at all. All right. There's going to be some relationship coach that's like, what the fuck, man? And then right away. Sucks to suck, bro. Okay? Get a big community. And you can fucking yeah. you can have your fucking people ask you <laughs> advice. Suck it. Who's up? Travis. Travis, what up? You fucking stud. You jacked ass motherfucker. Hey, what's going on, guys? How can I serve you? Hey, so uh question I had for you guys. I know you guys have been putting a lot of effort into your YouTube channel lately. Is that something you guys wish you had started sooner? Yes. I want to add yes and, okay? Or I'm going to say yes, but. Not yes and. Yes, but. Sure. And there's, yes, a reason, but. there's a reason why I asked, but but go yes. ahead with your answer. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my full context because you answered. You asked. Sure. Yes, but it takes a lot of fucking time. It's a lot of fucking energy. And you get zero return. Like, I want you to go into the YouTube with the mindset that I'm not going to make any fucking money because that's been the majority of the truth for the most part in my experience. I do it because I want to document my life. And do I wish I would have started earlier? A hundred fucking percent. Yes. But it's like, you got to just have a dial in system for how much you're actually willing to post, willing to like, like what you're willing to commit to it, because it's a lot of effort for not a lot of ROI. Totally, man. Yeah, I understand that. 
the reason I ask, and, and this is something obviously I'm going to bring to the next content audit, but uh, I've been trying to give lots of value and, and really go in depth on my reels. And it's been a struggle to fit a lot of them under 90 seconds. And I'm wondering if I should start a YouTube channel and kind of break those down into reels and kind of fucking buckshot it at my at my Instagram and my Facebook and kind of take that buckshot approach and just scatter them all over my Instagram and Facebook. Because I feel like a lot of my time is being eaten up by trying to create these really in-depth reels and content. And I don't know if I should pivot or if I should just try and get better at content altogether. The mm. better content altogether, number one, period. That's the fucking only answer. All right. Secondly, creating super long form YouTube videos just to cut them up to put them as real so you can make them short is not the answer because then you will lose all the context. Go look at a James Smith PT or Elaine Norton. Their reels are 90 seconds to five minutes, bro. Because if you guys just go to post video and then upload it, it will automatically upload as a reel. The 90 second myth that it only give me 90 seconds is bullshit. All right. You guys just oh, got to literally, if you hit post, and then you select a video that's over 90 seconds and then post it. It will post as a reel over 90 seconds. That's how it's broken down and post it like that, unless it's in landscape, just to let you guys know. But you, number one, just need to get better at content. I don't mind creating for YouTube if you want to go down that path, but don't do it in the aspect of like, if I create YouTube, then I'll be able to cut super short things out and it will help me grow the rest of my platforms. Absolutely not. You'd be better yet just creating content and getting better across the board. You feel me? I totally do. Yeah. The reason why I was even contemplating that in the first place is because I feel like these in-depth reels that I'm creating my views and not that views are the only thing that matter but my views have totally dropped but I'm pause Travis how long you been doing this about three weeks nope I've been doing this for six years homie you have no fucking leg to stand on saying this is like it's like Lane Norton's been doing this for 18 years and he like blew up semi-recently right across okay. the board what he's doing like it's going to take a long time keep giving sure. effort I do not want okay. you to drop any effort because I've seen the reels we're going to get better over time and I'll help you with that, but don't put less effort in in order to see if it grows. Keep going as hard as you possibly can and shit will hit. Feel me? Yeah, I know. I just, I see those like trending audio seven second garbage, you know what I mean? Blow up and it's, it's tempting, but I don't want to go that direction. Right no, now. fuck so, that. Let's keep pouring yeah. value. And then I'll just sub Brian the same question you asked at the beginning. I've actually got a weird answer. I don't wish I started my YouTube earlier. Why? Because mm -hmm. I actually started mine a long time ago. I've got a lot of like very precious memories of me and Julia documented. I didn't understand it. Maybe I wish I would have went harder with it earlier for sure. But if I started any earlier than I did, you guys would have saw a bunch of things that I absolutely hate about myself and addictions, et cetera. So I'm glad I didn't start earlier, but I wish I took it more seriously when I did. Yes. Okay, cool, man. Thanks for your answer. And uh, I'll definitely be on the next content on it. You kind of ripped that apart for me. I got you hundred percent. You're on the right path. Right. I will say, uh, Travis, I just want to say one more thing. Okay. You're on the right path sure, yeah. and you got the Thanks. right thought pattern, right? So remember how earlier on the call, if you guys stuck around for the whole time, you talked about where to place your focus, right? Bro, that hit so hard for me because I've been banging my fucking head against the wall on Instagram for the last eight months and Facebook's been hitting. So thank you yeah. for that. Yeah. So like, I love that. Where to place your focus. I'm going to give you that same strategy with what we're talking about because your mindset, I know you, Travis, you want to get better at content, correct? Correct. Which is why you're like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel because that's where your focus goes. You're like, I want to get better at content. So I want to start a YouTube channel. So if you place your focus on starting the YouTube channel, that won't actually solve the problem of like getting better at short form content, which will get you to go more viral. What will actually happen is you're like, now your attention will be more scattered because you have more platforms and now you've got a bigger problem to deal with, right? So if we just take that focus of like, I want to get better at content and we channel all of that into your short form shit. Now your short form shit's going to get better faster. You're going to get better results quicker rather than starting a new channel. And all we did is teach you where to place your focus. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. Yeah. Right. I just wasn't sure if it was a better bang for my buck to, to make these long videos and chop them up rather than spending all the amount of time on these, you know, minute and a half videos, but that makes sense.
I promise you, you're jacked as fuck. Once you figure out what your message is and you fucking start hitting it hard, it's going to happen. I promise it will happen fast for you, bro. Cool. It will happen fast. It. It's going to take, you might have to play around to experiment to figure out what, but once you find one that hits, it's going to happen fast, bro. I promise. Awesome. Thanks for the reassurance, man. I appreciate it. Hi, bro. Game on. Friday, bro. Friday, 12 p.m. PST is content audits. I'll be diving into everything with you guys. Hey, you'll fucking see me there. Sounds good, man. Yeah. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for showing up for so long today and, and uh, waiting for me. Of course, bro. I'm going to leave you hanging. Cheers. All right, guys. Sarah, if you're listening on anything live stream on Brian's side, DM me personally and I will answer your question because I feel bad for you fucking getting dropped. Sarah, you hear that? DM Cole. He's got you. All right, guys. That is it. That is all. Hopefully, you guys got some fucking value from today. If you're in the academy, I just want to let you guys know of a couple of things. Number one, you're fucking awesome, okay? Number two is <laughs> we have new milestones. So as soon as you guys hit your first 1,000, if you guys already hit 1,000, sorry, too bad. We just launched these today, okay? So moving forward. If you hit your first 1,000 in the academy, if you're a new student, this is good for you. We have a fucking gift for you. Once you hit your first 5K in the academy, we got a fucking gift for you. Once you hit your first 10K, we got a fucking gift for you. So make sure you let us know because we like to give you guys prizes, all right? Peace, love, and protein. Cole, where do they find you, dog? Wake Up the Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis De Silva on everything. Let's go. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.